Spanish Announce Table. Fuck yeah. Hey, hey. Woo. Uh, T-Mac. Yes. It's episode 70 God, or 80 goddamn two. Yeah, we ain't in the 70s anymore. 80. Goddamn two, man. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That is. And it feels good. <clears throat> does it really feel good? Yeah, it does. I, uh. We're still going strong. We are. And strong. we feel good about life. And horde. We're whores? And horde. Whores. No, horde. All I'm hearing we're, is horse. We're going horde. A horde. Yeah. Horde. Right. Horde. Right. We're hoarders. We're whores. <laughs> All right. One we, of us is. We talk, we talk about uh, professional wrestling on this show. Professional wrestling. So we, uh, man, it's been a crazy week. and uh, It's been a very hectic week. Planning uh, on doing the show yesterday because I wasn't going to be available today. Still kind of am not, but we're figuring it out and making it work. Well, you brought your kids to work. Yeah, the kids are, yeah. Bring your bring, kids to work day. Bring your kids to work day here on the Spanish announce table. <laughs> they are in the other room. Uh, hanging out. I think they broke a and, mic, but no worries. Yeah, they're hanging out with Chuck Nasty, so yeah. that's going to be great. They're going to be scarred for life. Okay. So we're going to try to get through this shit quick. Hey, but should we tell them what else we did, though? Some being an absentee father. What's that? We <laughs> we recorded an interview. Yes, we did, and we're going to play that interview later. And I'll just kind of give you what's called a tease. Uh, I've been a part of many interviews. I've been a part of interviews with presidents, Jimmy Carter. I've interviewed LeBron James post-game with many other reporters, not a one-on-one. I've been a part of... Uh, interviews with bands and sound checks such as Coldplay. No, I know I'm doing a lot of name dropping, but I did that to get to this point. This interview that we're about to play for you here in a little bit is astonishing. I, there were so many different times where my jaw was on the ground and typically when I interview, my mind's always going, okay, we've got to this, here's this question, I can branch off of this, yada, yada, yada. This interview floored me three different times to the point where I was like, well, yeah. we got to keep talking. <laughs> I, so, I seriously didn't know what to think of, yeah. of some of this. And so it is amazing. Uh, please stay tuned for that and tweet the table your thoughts because a lot of it is not going to be pro wrestling themed, uh, but life themed. And we could all relate life to that. Themed. So tweet the table your thoughts on that kind of business. In the meantime, mm-hmm. we're going to get into some news because we always kick the show off with the news. Always. Every damn time. And we're going to do that just like we always do. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Now. I got to find the sound clip first. Okay. Let's call a stall then. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. It's snowing in Kansas City. <laughs> Snow. It's the top of the news because, you know, it's March and it never snows. <laughs> Good stall, T-Mac. Isn't that the truth? Uh, like, what? what? Like NBC Nightly News starts the news with snowstorm in New England. Snow as if it's apocalypse. As if it's never yeah, done yeah, this before. Yeah, it's never, it ever. always do, does it around this time of the year. Why is that news? It's not. Talk about climate change, yeah. not about the snowstorm. Jesus. Sorry, go ahead. Climate change is a lie the scientists are telling everybody. <laughs> hey, there's a... Uh, our janitor, John Cena, which 
uh, we no longer have Viscera. That's some news. Viscera. Viscera got fired. Viscera got fired. <laughs> fired. That fucking sack was, of chocolate yogurt. Fuck him. Was not doing <laughs> his job. No shit. They said he was checking things off the checklist that he clearly had not done. He'd done it too many times. And they said, hey, man, we got to uh, Yo, go. my name's DJ Hank. They said, and, uh, they said almost... Cumulus Media would like to wish Viscera the best of luck in his yeah. future endeavors. I'd like to stick my foot in his ass. <laughs> okay, news. Spreading quicker than Ebola. <laughs> what? Rogers today announced that it has reached carriage agreements for WWE Network with multiple television providers, providing more Canadian fans with access to premium WWE programming. In addition to Rogers and Eastlink, the premium linear TV channel will now also be available to Gojeko Cable Canada, Shaw, and Shaw Direct, Telus Optic TV, and Telus Satellite TV, and Videotron subscribers. OSN, the leading paid TV network. Oh, also, in addition to that, T-Mac, mm-hmm. OSN, the leading paid TV network in the Middle East and North Africa, uh, and WWE announced today that a five-year partnership to distribute WWE Network as a premium linear channel in time for WrestleMania has been signed for exclusively on OSN. The agreement will run concurrent with WWE and OSN's existing partnership to air WWE's flagship programming Raw and SmackDown as well as NXT. Superstars and more in the region. OSN subscribers will be at, able to access the premium linear network via their set top boxes and anytime, anywhere on multiple devices via OSN Play and through auth- authenticated, geez, I can't read tonight, access via WWE Network apps. WWE Network will also be offered in the region on a direct to consumer basis through the WWE app available on Go by OSN. This sounds like a better deal than what we got. They can yeah. watch it on TV and on the fucking app. Yeah. But Canada and the Middle East and North America, man, it's growing. It is. It's kicking ass. I like it. Good for them. Fastest growing digital subscription network that has ever come out. Ever. The WWE Network. Because wrestling fans are the best. Remember when it came out and it was below expectations and Uh the whole world was melting down and wrestling was going to be over as we knew it because WWE was going to tank and somebody was going to buy it from Mm -hmm. out from under the McMahons? Yeah. That didn't last long, No, it? it doesn't. Vince will never let this die. Yeah, right? You see them on the cover of Muscle and Fitness? Yeah. Don't look like he's going to die anytime soon no, either. Uh-uh. So just stay the course. It's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But good news for the Canadians. Yeah. Oh, Canada. Oh, yeah. Those yeah. Canadians. Yeah, those Canadians. That's that's the right thing, though. I know. I said Canadians. Yeah. All right. Because well, I was correcting you. Right. Yeah. T Mac's not going to like how this ends. If it's, uh, I'm, <laughs> the kids are here. No, they uh, don't need to see me lose my temper. WWE held a conference call to discuss their fourth quarter this week. Okay. Some of the highlights are mm-hmm. the UK and Ireland became the WWE Network's second largest market almost overnight. Really? Yep. Go Ireland. The two Steve, well, it was UK and Ireland. Yeah. The two Steve Austin podcast episodes were touted as two of the most watched network shows to date. Mm-hmm. And huge success has been seen from the live NXT specials, and that they're now working on having more live specials and exclusive content like talk shows as a result. Social media followers are up nearly 85% from the previous year's fourth quarter. Yes. That's a lot. Here's the, and here's what I like about that number. Hmm. is They're not telling you if it's positive or negative. They're just telling you that it's up. The social media, you know... Going up because it could yeah. be. I could I could tweet WWE forty five times. You guys suck. Right. Oh yeah yeah yeah. But yeah, they're yeah. counting as social this. media followers. That's so what I'm I mean, saying. Like, yeah yeah. And finally, 
The WWE YouTube page has been so successful. Mm-hmm. It is now, per Vince McMahon, the number one sports channel on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just what the, do you, yeah. That's just the dumbest mm. thing. Because <laughs> he knows it's not true. <laughs> he does. He knows it's not true. What he does is he's a smart business person. So what he well, does YouTube is, said it's they put it in the sports category. We're number one on that. Right. Fuck he's em. just going like Okay. Yeah, hey. Sure. Investors but, are listening. I'm gonna feed him some bullshit. Right. Make that money. Yeah. But hey man, things are up for WWE right now. I know. I like it. I really think it's the and maybe this is just me kind of gauging the opinions of the hardcore fans and also those of the casual fans too. But I think people are feeling optimistic about the future because of how NXT is being perceived. Right. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it's, yeah, we don't give a shit right now about Roman Reigns and this little Brock Lesnar title match. Mm. But, man, Kevin Owens, and when they get here, it's going to take off. And so it's that invest now because when these guys get to that spot, it's going to be hot. Everyone, you know. It's going to be hot. And so they, I think that's where the the Ooh. optimism is coming from. She's going to be hot, son. And, uh, and I, mm. I think it's well justified as well. But, uh, yes. But that's where I think all of this, you know, because right now, let's be honest, it's kind of, nothing's yeah. really hitting. Yeah, it's not, this time it's not last terrible, year, but it's not. Yeah. Well, this time last year, we had the Yes Movement. Right? Yes. And everything was hyping up. I mean, we were like, let's get a bunch of people here to talk about WrestleMania coming up. Right. Now it feels kind of like, Hey, but we're always saying, and I think even we have some tweets tables about that NXT special. Yes. And when these girls and guys get yeah. up there, it's going to kick ass. Well, and and so, I mean, to some of that credit, it was WrestleMania 30 last year, and they right. went all in on it. Now yeah. this year, it's kind of like, oh shit, WrestleMania already again? Right. Fuck. Yeah. All right. That's true. Some new players in the game? Primetime players. And the Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that investment management company Black on BlackRock Incorporated. (laughs) (laughs) Say it again. It's it's BlackRock Incorporated. Oh, I thought you were being serious. (laughs) Damn it. Recently purchased 1,789,853 shares of WWE stock. BlackRock joins Morgan Stanley Capital, who owns 2,180,000. 180,252 shares as WWE's two biggest outside shareholders. Good for them. What does that mean, though? I don't know, but that's a lot of shares between just two companies like that. How many shares? I don't get that stuff. I really don't. I don't get how you can Yeah, I don't know how many shares are out there. Yeah. What does that mean? Is there infinite amount? No. Well, Well, there's a set amount, but I don't know what the total amount is. I don't know what percentage they own. Yeah. But that's a fucking. But they're the two biggest outside shareholders. Yeah. Outside of the McMahons and the people in the company. Right. And I don't even. What do those companies do? Well, when you're a shareholder, you get us in on these shareholder meetings, and like, uh, if there's enough going on, they can demand to the board, hey, that's like companies like this are the ones that have enough power when they start getting this. If these two companies get together, they have a lot of pull to then say, hey, we need new fucking management. Right. And not. Because they've bought that, so mm-hmm. they've put that money into the company so they are now part owners oh yeah i know the company and that's where and i've said this probably a couple different times on the podcast through our 82 episodes but to me becoming a public company is the biggest downfall in pro wrestling well specifically wwe and wwe ever right more so than the steroids everything 
being publicly owned and having black on black, whatever this is, calling some shots is the dumbest fucking thing they could have ever done. Made them a shit ton of money, though. Yeah. But for us... What's the cost? You're right. What's the cost? And here's when I say these things. I don't give a fuck about other people. I'm talking to you from my point of view. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is the worst fucking. I don't right. care if they made another gazillion yeah, fucking a dollars. Snapshot of T Max mine. Yeah, yeah, right now that fucking sucks because they decided to go to three hours because it makes more money. But then the they decided products, to go to PG because it's a wider breath. Right. And so we yeah. get Roman Reigns instead yeah. of fucking. You and know, so Seth I just Rollins go, killing people. Yeah, I go. This is fucking stupid. It's the worst move in pro wrestling history. Yeah. If if this had been not a public thing and they would have traveled on the path they got with. Uh, Seth Rollins showing his dick would have been part of the show. Well, Dolph Ziggler kind of alluded to it, too. <laughs> right. Yeah, he goes, I know you had a bad Valentine's Day. <laughs> and everyone was like, everyone was like, oh. And then he's like, because Triple H and Stephanie. But he let that sit there. Yeah, right. He yeah, let it just sit let there. It, he just go, hey, yeah, I'm let you. Gotcha, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Dolph's the shit. Can you feel the winds of change? No. According to the data released today by WWE, the 2014 WWE TLC pay-per-view drew, want to guess how many buys? How many pay-per-view buys mm-hmm. that the TLC... This last TLC, 2014. When was that? Was that December? I think so. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to say... 65. 39,000 buys. Jesus Christ. The lowest number of pay-per-view buys in WWE history, beating out Night of Champions 2014, which had 48,000 buys. It's worth noting that the event took place in December after the free month of WWE Network in November, and network subscriptions were up at the end of the year. The Survivor Series pay-per-view in November has just been updated to show 100,000 buys, as it was just under 100,000 as of last word. The Hell in a Cell pay-per-view in October has been updated from 76,000 buys to 83,000 buys. Why is there still 100,000 people buying these fucking pay I know. I don't get that. That's my thing. Is like, it's happening. We're right. going away from that. But, like, why are you still There's doing still that? There's still 39,000 people. Took that same money. That same money. Now, I guess... There might be a. F- I can't imagine there's a hundred thousand people who don't have access to like a computer and a thing. No. And some people just aren't there. That like you could say, hey man, if you go get, if you have your computer already, if you just get the network, you can just hook it up with an HDMI. But some people may have a desktop. I get there's some stragglers out there that haven't come into the two thousand. But thirty nine thousand of them. Thirty nine thousand of them. I mean, out of. That 300 million, I guess. That, but not 300 million people are wrestling. Fans. Well, that's true, yeah, because yeah. there's only a million subscribers and then yeah. 39,000 people buying it. So I, I don't fucking know, man. I don't know. And there's still, you got to figure a shit ton of people that are just still skimming it for free. And the only reasoning I could think of is rich people that says, I don't want to deal with the hassle of logging in, hitting this. I just want to go on I've my never TV. Had to log in other than the first time. Well, no, but, yeah, but yeah, I'm but saying yeah. switch it from your cable to sure, Apple right. TV, mm-hmm. PlayStation 4, whatever it is. Yeah, they're just and like, they oh, just go, well, it's 60 bucks. I don't care. You know what? I, I tip my waiter that. So, and put it on. You know what I mean? Hey, that's there's that's there's that's rolls. Hey, I've done it before. But it's going. Man, <laughs> it's going that way, though, man. We're getting yeah. rid of the pay-per-views. Which is such, man, it's such a, that's such a fascinating thing. It's all I've known as a wrestling fan. Well, I mean, I've known pay-per-views. Now, it increased in number, Mm -hmm. but pay-per-views, that was where the big event took place. You had to get it on pay-per-view. And with them being the fastest uh, subscription-based, you know, Mm -hmm. network. Fastest growing digital network. Digital network, yeah, that's what I was looking for. I just wonder about other 
heavy pay-per-view type of companies, boxing, mm-hmm. MMA. UFC. Yeah, I wonder yep. where – I mean, UFC has the fight pass, and they were first, but they're still skeptical yep. about how to do that. I just wonder who who's next. Uh, the NFL, uh, and most likely the Chiefs game, it's showing here the one in London, uh, they plan to broadcast it completely online. Completely. <laughs> Loving about it. I saw your daughter. She was uh, walking to the window and then it ducked down to crawl underneath the window so she could so you couldn't see her. Why, why? I don't know, but I thought it was funny. Uh-oh. Uh, what is she doing? Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is gonna be a fun show. <laughs> yeah. Um but I just wonder who's next. That's what that's my point. Is WWE was the trailblazer I'm you, in this. Yeah, I now feel. these aren't pay per view things, but things like the NFL and the NCAA, they need to go to these things. Like where I'm going as, and again, my my sports interests are different than sure the majority, but they're also you know big things. Yep. But like, assuming the Pacquiao Mayweather fight happens, where does that happen on pay per view? Mm, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, well, see, boxing's so different because the big fights are as infrequent as like a WWE. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. WWE because they they can fake it. Uh huh. Can put it out so often. Right. Yeah. Because it's not a real. Sport. And UFC just because they do it by sheer numbers can yeah. do it so often. Yeah. But like college sports and and NFL and Major League Baseball already does it. Uh-huh. Uh and in fact that's who WWE hired yeah. was the same company. Um I've said this whole thing like I'm big uh, big 12 basketball fan. Why can't I just sign up for the Big 12 basketball network? Right, cuz you don't care necessarily about the Big East right. or or any yeah. other conference. Or let's say like give it give me the options. I could pay uh, $5 per game. Mm-hmm. Or I could pay for the entire K-State pass mm-hmm. and pay whatever that is. Or the entire Big 12 season and get whatever that is and watch whatever game I want when I want on fucking demand. And then, I mean, God, the the options are endless because then, for example, uh, SNL. Yes. Now they have their own app. Yes. A TV show has its own app. Yes. Think of that. Well, others have had that too. But no, no, no. Yeah. Specific. Not, not the NBC. Right. It's just, just SNL. TV show, yeah. So now do TV shows do that? Hey, pay $10 just for SNL or $10 just yeah. for Parks and Rec yeah. or $10 for Friends thing is, or whatever it is. The model of what, how things used to get popular was. So Friends is on. Friends mm-hmm. is the number one show in America. Well... We want to bump up this other show. We'll put it right after Friends because mm-hmm. people are going to be watching. Well, that's going to go away with stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's called either a TP or a uh, oh, a hammock. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. So hammocking is saying you put Friends, your new show, and then the other big show, ER, yeah, right, right. whatever that you know yep. show is. I remember that. that. Yep. That's a hammock. Uh, a tent is you put new show, Family Guy, and piece of shit show. Right, and that's the. Boom, boom, boom. Right. So how do you do it now? Marketing's going to have to change. Internet ads and commercials Marketing. within shows. Commercials within shows that you can't skip. But, hey, I'd still take that if I can choose what I want and not have to pay $200 a month to get all these cable channels just so I can watch five shows. Right, know? exactly. Just so I can watch Better Call Saul, which is awesome if you have yes! yes! You finally got into yes. it! Yeah! yeah! All right, we'll move on. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> we got new stuff to talk about. <laughs> Yeah. Hacked. Sure. Oh, Cesaro. The Twitter account of Cesaro was hacked this week, and tweets were made condemning WWE for not pushing him as well as ones that made derogatory remarks towards Vince McMahon. The tweets have since been deleted. 
I read them, and I do think it was hacked. It, yeah, it was seems, way too many at once. It yeah, was all it, over the place. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it seemed way too many. It seemed fake. It didn't seem genuine. Like a, you know, there and were, it seemed something that we would say, like, right. oh, and he would say this. There was no insider thing, like, right. Oh yeah, what do you think about that, Corey in marketing? You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's where I thought yeah. it was hacked. But yeah. man, that's twice now in two weeks. How does man? Oof. Take better care of your shit, especially when they just had a big meeting. Told everybody because of the, uh, Seth the, Rollins. the Seth Rollins thing, they were like, "Take care of your shit. Mm-hmm. Delete all your pictures. Yeah, do it." I don't get it. You know, if I'm one of those guys, especially like a Cesaro who doesn't seem very socially active, like a CM Punk when he was with the sure. company. You know what I mean? If you're not in that realm of, hey, I take pride in my Twitter and Facebook account, just let WWE handle it. Don't even fucking know what it is. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah, just you. Yeah, just, get some get some intern to fucking tweet yeah, for me. Right, because yeah, and that's the thing about this is a side topic, but I was thinking about this last night. Uh, that's where I think they are struggling with the network, and I've heard other people say it, and I agree with them. I think these wrestlers or talents, you know, Renee Young, those kind of people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tweet once a day or three times a week, however you want to do it. Hey, guess what I'm watching on the network? That 92 SummerSlam was insane. Oh, yeah, what happened there? You know, if if you're a new fan and only know Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, and Dean Ambrose says, you know who's amazing? Brian Pillman. And you go, well, who's Brian Pillman? Kurt Hennig on the the greatest intercontinental things, which I watched that countdown. Yeah, Yeah. because there's so many people that use the network still for just their pure own interest. Yeah. For example, Anthony, he hates anything pre nineteen ninety seven. He okay. thinks they're not athletes. He thinks they suck. They're just the worst, right? I can see how he thinks. Right? That. Yeah, yeah. He's just like these guys are just hillbillies that just yeah. run around in the underwear. Yeah. But, and I'm using him as example. If Seth Rollins, who he kind of he yep. appreciates, goes, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know who's an amazing match? Harley Race, Ric Flair, Starcade. He might watch it. He might watch it now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that's still where the wrestlers and their social media need to be a little bit more yeah, active. I'm surprised they're not doing that now. Especially if they're letting, which I say, let the interns fucking do it for you. Yes. I don't know why they're not fucking doing yeah. it. You know? Yeah. So anyhow, but stop getting your shit hacked. <laughs> My kid just run by the window. Uh-huh. Yeah, she ran by. She's sneaky. She's way too active out there. I, I like to it. stay out of the hallways. <laughs> I've seen her four times. I've seen her doing. <laughs> I like Jesus. it. Should like just press my face against the window for the next time she goes by. All right, we'll try this again. <laughs> Shouldn't do so many kicks. Daniel Bryan. Eddie Edwards oh. suffered what appears to be a broken foot at TNA tapings this week. Edwards was helped to the back during his match and taken to a local hospital. No official word yet on his recovery time. They could do something big with it. I always think that's a big opportunity that's when it's a when non guess. when it's a non career threatening injury, go crazy with it, have fun. Let now here's here's the uh, now be a, be a character. Now yeah. you know you, you already are, right, but yeah. now purely character. Figure something out. Yeah. Figure something out. You got the time. Yeah, you got the time. Do it. Re. This is the best time to sit there because you're not having to live the gimmick you're in. You're not having right. to be the wolves yeah. town to town, and you don't have time to stop and think about, yeah. what could I do? Now you're sitting on your fucking couch. Yep. So, Figure it out. Here it is. Because to the to me, those guys are amazing, fun tag team to watch, but as far as a storyline and character, I couldn't tell you one fucking thing they've done. No. I don't. I think they had a they had a feud with the Hardys and the Dudleys. I think they're amazing, but I don't like them. I just like, it's yeah. like eh, they're boring to me. I don't know. 
Everybody wants to be like the Spanish announce table. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. WWE Hall of Famer Ric Flair has signed a new deal with CBS Sports to do a weekly podcast on the same play at network that Taz has his podcast on. It will be officially announced sometime in the next two weeks, according to PW Insider. The plan is for Flair to talk about pro wrestling and interview wrestlers, but to also interview actors, athletes, and musicians. This doesn't sound good at all. He is not a show host. No. 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 (laughs) And this is what's sad is he's legitimately... One, two, or three greatest of all he time. He's a great show guest. Yeah. Probably one of the best show guests you could ever have. Show host? No. Really bad. Because he's just going to talk about himself. <laughs> and he's just all over the place. You know, his, yeah. his personality time. What you see on TV, by the way, is Ric Flair. That's Ric Flair. Yeah. There's no... Yeah. No. It's not, it's not even turned up. That's just Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're going to get on the mic, and that's not going to transfer well to, to things. Now, At least said, initially. You know, he, it's, yeah. It's one of those things that, like... You're still gonna like want to listen to it because he's gonna have some fucking crazy name on there. Yeah, and you're gonna want to hear that person. But oh, if he man. has Hogan on, for example, I'm gonna listen to yeah. it, even though it's gonna go far as like sound, not sound quality, because that'll be good because he'll hire someone yeah, for it. Yeah, but be in but a as far as a good flowing conversation with in depth questions and responses and follow ups, no way. But is it gonna be? Two amazing fucking just dudes talking? Yeah, yes. Yeah. And I'll listen to that one episode. But if he has, for example, let's just say he grabs Rob Schamberger. Mm. That's going to suck. Not because of Rob. Yeah, it's just going to be Rick's like. It's just going to go like, oh, so you, you did uh, you did uh, Hackenschmidt. Oh, man, let me tell you about Hackenschmidt. Yeah, he's going to yeah, be like, what? Yeah. Like, no, I'm being interviewed. Rob's going to be like, that's great. Right, yeah. So, and that's just an example I was using. But uh, that's sad because I'm not going to listen to it, but it's Ric Flair. And again, I almost yeah. feel like I have to. I mean, it's just uh, how many times can you listen to somebody elbow dropping a sport coat? I mean, it's just right. not. <laughs> I I thought where he could have been used and elevated to a level that made him fun again is if Stone Cold, because him and Stone Cold are such good friends, if once a month you did Ric Flair's Corner or something mm-hmm. where you gave him 10 minutes and Ric Flair just told you a great yes. story on Stone Cold's podcast, I thought that would have been a great idea. It would have been great for the Spanish announce table. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Huh? Yeah. Rick, give us a call. Rick, come on. <laughs> All right, final story. <laughs> Rick's listening. But, but what will happen to the BDC? BDC? The Beatdown Clan. Oh, God. Samoa Joe posted the following to his personal Twitter account this afternoon. Quote, I have decided to part ways with Impact Wrestling. My very best to them moving forward and my eternal thanks to the fans. I don't know what to make of it because the news outlets hadn't covered it yet by the time I wrote that down. And this was two hours ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but he it was pinned to his Twitter page. And there had been about... 400 likes and retweets at this time, so he would have known if it was a hack. Well, and some people have responded that, like, MVP responded, and then he responded to MVP. Okay, so. So it does seem legitimate. And good, because here's a guy, just like AJ Styles, where it's, you've done everything there. Yeah, yeah. You've legitimately done everything. And you probably could make more or the same money somewhere else. You know where I want him to go? New Japan. Yeah. That's probably where I wind up, don't you think? I don't want him to be part of the Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. 
But I think it would be cool. Absolutely, 100% will be. I know. He loves playing that angle. Like, every time it was the main event mafia Mm -hmm. or this beatdown clan, he all of a sudden gets all thugged out. He starts throwing gang signs, and he starts strutting, and it doesn't look legitimate. It doesn't look real at all. Well, if you're following New Japan, which I've been doing this year because that was one of my New Year's resolutions, they're running stuff. Bullet Club, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Everything. Yeah. Well, a la NWO with Rowdy Piper... If he plays the Rowdy Piper role and says, AJ, who is the leader, I got your number. Yeah. I know you inside and out. We've been up and down. And he comes in to take down the Bullet Club. Very big. I think that would be money. That would be money. Cataclysmic, what do you think? Because you're the only one that I know. He's creaming in his pants at the thought of that right now. I know. Heavy (laughs) sets like, that's fucking gay. (laughs) Fucking stupid. (laughs) But Cataclysmic, let me know what you think. All right, that was the final news story I've got, but we've got something coming up this weekend, T-Mac. Do we? We do, on Sunday. We do? Yeah. It's not just us, though. No, it's not just us. <laughs> okay, because the way you phrased it, I thought I forgot about something. Well, we have a pay-per-view coming yes. up. Yes! WWE Fastlane. Oh, we've been looking forward to this forever. I hope they're set. <laughs> I hope the Fastlane set has, like, Funny cars and NASCARs <laughs> and like you really hope that yeah fucking you know and like a drag strip like remember Royal Rumble ninety nine or two thousand the one where Mick Foley had his retirement match against Triple H and they had like the uh, the the street lane or the street uh, what is it called yeah street lane with the like you know yellow yeah yeah, yeah I hope yeah. they have a set like that. Fast lane <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure they will. I hope Carl Edwards comes out and introduces John Cena. Do you know who Carl Edwards is? He's a racer, NASCAR racer. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And him and John Cena are like best friends. Yeah, I'm sure uh, Tony Stewart will come in and run over somebody. Oh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> God, that would be funny. It'd be funny if this was the Attitude Era, if Carl Edwards did come out with John Cena and Seth uh-huh. Rollins was like, look here, Tony Stewart. I don't yeah. need you hitting me. And just Pump the brakes, Tony Stewart. <laughs> Pump the brakes, Tony Stewart. <laughs> I think that would be hilarious. But... I digress. I think it's going to be a good pay-per-view, and the only reason I think it's going to be a good pay-per-view is there's a lot of stuff in the up in the air. Yeah, well, let's just get into it, because we do picks mm-hmm. every we do time. The, we do the picks. Uh, this is our second round. Mm-hmm. I won the first round. Mm-hmm. I'm winning the second mm-hmm. round. Closely. Still winning. Closely. Okay, if you win by a point, you still win. Yes. And uh, You haven't won yet. Yeah, haven't won yet, but I did win the first one. You did win the first round. So I'm going to be making them picks, and as always, no. you keep licking them dicks. No. <laughs> Intercontinental Championship match, Bad News Barrett versus Dean Ambrose. I think Ambrose is going to come away with this. I see title. To make, it, to make it interesting, I'm going to go Wade Barrett. I'm up in the air on this. I could see... Ambrose, but I would almost think that it wouldn't be a clean win for Barrett if that happens. Yeah, and then where Something's I also go happen. with if if Barrett wins, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's it because Ambrose won the shot. Barrett said no, so Barrett beats him and says, "See, no, yeah, I already beat yeah, you, so yeah. see ya." And so that's what makes me think. I, it I would, would think be somebody would have to Ambrose? screw over Ambrose, and then it would create this Ambrose feud with somebody. And I don't know who that would be. This short to Mania, mm-hmm. so I almost see this continuing on. So I see Ambrose winning it, pinfall. Bad news coming then, back later on Raw, right? Saying yeah. like, okay, now you got my attention. Yeah, yeah. 
I just literally convinced myself I'm saying Ambrose too. <laughs> Switching your answer. Yeah, I did. Because right. that makes total sense. Okay, the WWE Tag Team Championship match of the Usos versus Cesaro and Tyson Kidd. Uh, I, I want uh, Kidd and uh, yeah, Cesaro because I, I think it's interesting. I also, this is what I really want. Uh-huh. And I've noticed this in a few of the photos that Kid, Cesaro, and Natalia are taking. Uh-huh. It's like, it's like Kid and Natalia are like fighting, and Cesaro's just fed up with it. And which yeah. I hope that breeds a one on one between Cesaro and Kid kind of thing. Yeah. But they would have to have some type of thing to. How many tag team breakups can they do? Uh, yeah, I just. But think, what are the Usos gonna do? I think the well, I think the Usos are better at Mania. They're gonna want to put the Usos in, as the tag champions at Mania against somebody. I think they just have that Mania feel, mm-hmm. the mainstream media darling types. You I'll know? go Usos. Usos pinfall. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm doing. Do they even have a submission? I don't think they do. <laughs> the United States Championship match. Rusev defends. It's T Mac's favorite wrestler. You know, I John do like Cena. him. Hey, I like him. There's worse wrestlers than Cena. What do you think, man? Is John Cena coming away with the U.S. title out of this? No. No. I got Rusev. Pinfall. Rusev pinfall. Yeah. I got Rusev accolade. See, and then it goes to Mania. And right. that's where John Cena wins. Yeah. The only reason I'm saying pinfall, but I could also see it be... Something's gonna happen to distract Cena sure. to losing. Yeah, something. To it, Lana yeah. does something, something, and that's why I think it's gonna be like a Lana. Hey, look at me. Grab the foot. Do something. Oh, here's what's gonna and happen. And then roll up, or it could be Lana does a hey something power move, then accolade. But well, I go with the pinfall. I, th- I think, I think he's gonna be putting the accolade. Mm-hmm. He's gonna pass out. Because of something. There was something that happened. Yeah, but I th- all of them do that. Mark Henry, Big Show, they all do that. Yeah, but that's how they protect their big baby faces that won't give up. I and think he'll never give up. Right. Yeah, Ooh, so maybe he won't. Call. Yeah. I still go pinfall, though. Okay. I'll say, just so we can be different, mm-hmm. I'll say Accolade passes out. Okay. Yeah? Good call. Divas Championship, Nikki Bella versus Paige. <laughs> Jesus, I don't. I haven't even... Cared that these two were feuding. I guess I got Paige. I was gonna say Paige because it just feels. But they will keep that title on some bitches for a long time. I got Paige, and then somehow Nikki blames Bree to get Bree involved in a match type thing, and then I think it's either gonna be a triple threat or. You throw another girl in. in the mania, you think? No, because they already did that once. I think it'll be. I think it'll be either be a fatal. Yeah. The bells explode at mania. No, Uh, not a mania, but I think it'll either be a fatal four way or a triple threat. And I think because Paige wins, Nikki blames Bree. Bree then gets like a non-title victory over Paige. Says I can beat her. Yada yada yada. Those three, or you might throw in someone else. I don't know who the other one would be though. I think. But Paige Paige, on this one. uh, Pinfall. Does she have a, a submission? She has a oh, submission. yeah. She's got that, like, it's like a mm-hmm. backwards sharpshooter, but then she grabs the arms yeah. and then rocks them back and forth, and it hurts like son of a bitch. I think it looks that. Like. I think, I think I'll, I'll call that then so we can be different. I got the page turner. 
Okay. Where she just kicks the feet out. All right. And the final one, I'm sure they'll add about eight matches after we do all mm-hmm. these. Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. Winner faces Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. You think there's some kind of no finish to get a triple threat, or do you think one of these? That's is where I think it will happen, but I don't know what will be that. And so I go. I don't think Daniel Bryan's a part of the the, the main event for some reason. You don't think so, huh? I I know I've read from Dave Meltzer, which I told myself I wouldn't read any spoilers, but I just clicked on one because yeah, it's Meltzer and sure. I like him. Uh, and Jeremy Botter and uh, who was the other one? That one last uh, last week, he's now giving me the... Wade or, Keller. Wade Keller. I like Wade Keller, too, even though he's a dick for getting a painting from Rob Schamberger. Dick. Dick. It's all his fault, too. Jealous asshole. Why well, he has to be so good? Yeah. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Why do you be so fucking good? Just calm down, you know? Yeah. Anyhow, uh, I just You're don't... outshining my mediocrity. Yeah. And I want a Rob Schamberger painting of myself. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> dick? Jeez, you know? <laughs> God, get a flat tire and just fucking sit on the side of the road. Uh, <laughs> that's what I think. So, what do you think is gonna happen? I then? think, uh, fuck it. This is what I think. I'll go first. I think we get a heel turn from Roman Reigns. Mm. He beats Daniel Bryan, thus turning the Brock Lesnar semi babyface role. I think we will get. And that's not even something I'm a hundred percent behind. I just th- that's my gut feeling. I feel like they really want Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, and Mania. And I think the way they could do that is the same way they fucking did it with The Rock. Corporate thing, you know? Yeah, I still feel like I'm worried that they're like, oh, Jesus, we got to put Daniel Bryan back in here or everybody's going to flip out. Now, they know damn well Mania's Mania, and you fuckers are going to watch. And there's going to be enough people that you're not going to take over Mania with your stupid chance. Well... Remember back to WrestleMania 20. Yeah, well, again, Lesnar. WrestleMania was even smaller. Yeah, but Lesnar and Goldberg. Goldberg, I know. But it was easier to do then when it wasn't 70,000 people yeah, in, true, in a fucking true. stadium. Right. Now, but I don't know, man. I, so I'm really torn on this. What did you say? Reigns wins via pinfall? Yeah, I He'll turn wagering? Yeah, a point. Yeah. And again, I'm not wagering on how because I don't know how they'll do it. Yeah, just wager a heel turn. Heel turn, Superman punch, pinfall. Okay, I'm going to say, God, I I really feel like Roman Reigns, in their eyes, should win. I just don't know if they're going to go with the angle of, fuck the fans, we're putting Roman Reigns in. And that's the heel turn. Even that, I just think, fuck fans, Roman Reigns is going to win. Daniel Bryan's going to make him look good, even if he stays a face, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh I, I could see that happening, but I'm a little worried there'll be some schmoz to, you know, something happens, they don't finish, now we're a triple threat. Mania. Which that's, no. I know. I, I know. But, all right, I'll just I'll I'll just pull the trigger. Roman Reigns, pinfall, no heel turn. Just okay. looks good. Just looks good. Uh, this one's up in the air. So many different things could happen. I'm not too excited about the outcomes of a lot of these. Well, I am just because I I don't feel confident in anything. So it's like, all right, come on, you assholes. Give me something. Yeah. You know? Give me something. Jesus. All right. Well, we'll take a break, and we'll give you something. Yes. We'll come back, and we will do uh, Tweet the Table. Sure. 
Tweet the Table when we come back. Oh, you don't know what Tweet the Table is? <laughs> Stick around out. and find out when we come back. The Spanish Announce Table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and... Saturday Night Live has never hired a Latina actress. In the 40 years they have been on air, they've only hired two Latino actors in its, in its existence. TreatingTopicsNetwork.com Growing up as a pro wrestling fan, I would walk around in my whitey tidies and act as my favorite pro wrestlers. Well, today there's Rassleroos. Rassleroos.com is the best source for pro wrestling themed underwear. From Hall of Famers to today's brightest stars. Whether you're a closet fan that wants to support without anyone knowing, or you're a super fan that wants to wear these and only these at the next live event. Rasselroos.com will make you a superstar. Oh yeah. Back on the Spanish Announce Table, episode 82 for Tweet the Table. Tweet the Table, T-Mac, and you at home. It's a fun game we like to play here on the Spanish Announce Table, wherein you, the listener, get to interact with us, the hosts, by going on your Twitter machine. Hey, can I tell you guys uh, something real quick before we get into Tweet the Table that I just read? Yeah. I think this is funny. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, It's a quote, and it's directed toward someone, so I'll read it to you. Okay. It says, hey, Red Dragon, you freaking posers. Which one of you dweebs is going to be the first one to put over CM Punk in his first UFC fight? <laughs> you know who said that? Huh. Matt Jackson of the Young Bucks. Really? <laughs> I was like, really? Popcorn? <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> uh, just, I thought that was fun. Okay, Tweet the Table. Get on your Twitter machine. Use the hashtag Tweet the Table. Let us know what you thought about anything in wrestling this week. The fucking Young Bucks just think they're the shit, don't they? Oh, yeah, they think they're the hottest, best thing in the world. God, God. I mean, credit to them. I always respect anyone who thinks their shit is the best. But, man, pump your brakes there. Pump your brakes, Tony Stewart. You know? Tweet the table. It works like this. At B-double-76 says, T-Mac, welcome to the Heavy Hitter Network family. Can't wait to listen to your podcast. Hopefully you can make me a fan of the sport of MMA. Hashtag Tweet the Table. Yeah, uh, ran into a little bit of a hiccup with scheduling, but uh, still hoping that it'll be either this weekend or possibly at the latest next weekend. Doesn't it mean the sport of UFC? Not even going to no? respond to that. At DeMounty, T-Mac. Oh, God. You dissing WrestleMania 6? Dude, greatest match of all time when I was still a mark. Hashtag Tweet the Table. No, I wasn't hating on it. It was just a personal thing, you know? Yeah. My guy lost. Yeah. That was the Warrior Hogan, right? Yeah, Warrior Hogan. Yeah, it wasn't anything. I was pissed. Yeah, it wasn't anything like it was bad, but, you know. Yeah. I was sad. Yes. WIR Cataclysmic. Not sure if Bad News Zone or Bank of New Zealand? Laugh my ass off. Hashtag tweet the table. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think he meant to say New Zealand that way, but. uh, New Zealand? I guess BNZ maybe stands for Bank of New Zealand over there in uh, New Zealand. New Zealand? Balatosis X. Spidey sense tingling. Noel Foley in the crowd at NXT TakeOver Rival. Hubba hubba. Hashtag tweet the table. 
She is pretty. She is very pretty. And you know another thing that I like about her is it's she's a genuine wrestling fan. Yes. It's not a hey I'm hot. My dad's a famous pro wrestler. No. This will get me exposure. It's oh, I'm a wrestling and fan. She definitely got his fun loving personality too, right. which helps a lot. Yeah, yeah. Helps a lot. She's fun to follow on Twitter. She puts out some funny videos. Yeah, she did the uh, her and I think Dewey. I think it was. I don't remember, but it was her and a guy. Uh, they were stuck at an airport, and they started doing the Dean Ambrose, the... Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was fun. Double A underscore W-I-R. Blake and Murphy is the most generic name for a tag team down in NXT. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, I, it's a generic name, but I like... I mean, they look like a tag team, mm-hmm. and they look good in the ring. And it's another tag team that can come in and, you know, have a couple I agree, quick on Like, when you're going to be a tag team, I always think... The best tag teams have names. Yeah, you know like a I mean? team name. Team name. Yes. Brain Busters. Yeah. Demolition. But don't force it. Yeah, don't force People it. People like Murphy until you come up with something. Right. Uh, until they figured out Beer Money, they were just Storm, and storm and, for a yeah, while. Yeah, 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 exactly. And they figured out Beer Money, and I hated that name at first. Oh, I loved it. But I loved it as it went on, like when they started doing the Beer Money. money. Yeah, I loved I it. I loved yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Balatosis X won't critique the cold stare entrance of Baron Corbin. Because I think he could kill me in a sleep. Hashtag NXT TakeOver. Hashtag Tweet Table. I liked, uh, I listened to him do an interview, I believe, with Renee, Renee Young. Spanish at- Table? No. Oh, well, that didn't happen yet. <laughs> it will. Okay. Have faith. All right. Calm down. Yep. Man, that went really south really quick. <laughs> I was like, hmm. <laughs> um, uh, I listened to him do an interview in character with Renee Young, and he can speak pretty well. Yeah, you know oh, what yeah. I mean. No, like, I talked to the guy. Right. Well, Very that's well out of character. Sure. You know what I mean. Okay, I it's get like you, the yeah. like the Roman Reigns seems like a good guy to talk to, but when he does the I'm uh, a he man, it's like no, you've, no, that sucks. You're the shit. Right. But when he did this interview with Renee Young, I was like, man, he he could do something. Yeah. Katie, first lady. Only arrived a couple months ago and already is the man of NXT. Congratulations, Kevin Owens. Hashtag tweet table. Hey, the match. Very good. Very good. I, I love the thought, ending. I thought, yeah, the ending was so original. That is how yeah. a fight sometimes would end. Ref's decision? Yeah. Hey, you got him. Yeah, you beat you the shit out of him. That's how you can seem, <clears throat> again, you can seem realistic mm-hmm. without it being, mm-hmm. you know, it's the Jim Ross thing, like you're saying. Oh, really? Nobody ever battles to a time limit? There's just no time limits? You just book all these matches and think, oh, just if they go on forever, they go on forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure you do. Yeah, or the 10 punches. You yeah, know. yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got to try to trim. I know it's suspend your disbelief, but you got to make it suspendable. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's an uncanny valley. And I thought the ref did amazing. I think in the future, if they're going to go with this finish more often, I think a, like, mount the guy. And punches, you know, mm-hmm. again, they would have to be safe punches. Sure, yeah. But have that ref legitimately throw him off of whoever that opponent is yeah. that's getting his ass kicked. Stop. Like, stop. You're too, you know, you're too violent. Yeah. We're in a PG era. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. So. D-slam. One, two, three. Has anyone kept track of how many heel and face turns the big show has made? Hashtag tweet the table. 64. I'm sure somebody has kept track. 82. Yeah. For every episode of the Spanish announce table, he does a heel face turn. <laughs> At Mr. DRG underscore WIR, Bram brings a level of violence to his matches that I love to see. Dude is massively talented with such potential. Hashtag with table. I like Bram more and more than I watch him. He's I know we keep saying, oh, he looks like Gunner without the tattoos, but I think he's better than Gunner is the thing. So to me, mm-hmm. I'm like, if I'm going to keep one, I'm going to get rid of Gunner. Mm-hmm. You know? Very true. Yeah. Yeah. D-Slam! One, two, three. Back at it. it says, unless you are from the UK, you'd have no idea how Al Snow became a heel. Hashtag with table. 
You said you didn't see this. I didn't get to see it. Yeah, what happened? They had their British boot camp, and there's a guy, I think his name is, I forget, Gardo or something. I, I, we'll have to look it up again. And he is just, just like a beer-bellied just guy. You know what I mean? Like, he does not need to be here, right? And Al Snow's like, fuck this guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't like this guy. You don't deserve to be. You're not working hard. You don't care. And the guy's like, yeah, fuck off. He's a big fan of like our big big hit over there. The people love him. Mm-hmm. But Al Snow's gone heel and and just did a big promo on him and how you will never respect him and they're gonna have a match and you know to, to even get an ounce of respect from me, you gotta beat me that kind of thing. But this was the best I've ever seen Al Snow. It's like, where the fuck was this Al Snow's whole damn career? Right. I'll show this clip to you after. Yeah. But yeah, you'd have no idea if you didn't watch British Boot Camp. All of a sudden, Al Snow comes out, and because they're in England now, so I, I get you're playing to the crowd, but hey, your TV in America doesn't get it. Yeah, GBL three sixteen says hashtag tweet the table. Hideo Itami's entrance attire looks inspired by Mortal Kombat Scorpion. That's hashtag best for business. Uh, yeah, I like his entrance music because it reminds me of Pride. Okay, yeah, Pride fighting right, championships. Right, yeah. I yeah. get that. I like it. Heavy set. I think he's getting lost, though. Yeah, Hideo Itami? Yeah. I think he, you know, he came in with like a, oh my God, this guy's going to be something. And of all the guys, I think he's not, and it's not even against him, but either they haven't came up with something or he's not doing it to what they want. He's underperformed, I thought. Yeah, well, I think he's been out. I mean, Kevin Owens coming in hit hard. Finn Baylor. And Finn Baylor, yeah. Uh, Can I just say this? The Finn Baylor entrance, I'm really not all that impressed. Neither am I. I, I don't see why it's like I get it's unique. I thought the first time it was cool. And again, I'm not familiar with Prince Devitt as far as sure. his body of yeah, work. Maybe this is toned down but from what it is. Well, what I always thought was at each major event he did it would be a different it would be look. a different person. Yeah. And so far I've just seen the same thing and it's just a crawl and a stand up and a crawl and a stand yeah, up and, and a then crawl uh, and a stand up and, and then looking at look the sc- up so so it looks like he's got a big gigantic mouth eating you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I get it. I get it. It looks like a angry devil evil serpent face or whatever it is. And here we go. But, maybe maybe this is his NXT look and when he gets called up to the main yeah. roster, maybe he does another look. But for me, it's too long. I'm like, hey, okay, I get it. Yeah, let's move this on. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm just not. Imp- I don't say I hate it. Like, I don't, I don't hate want to it go at all. Just, but I don't get as excited as I, other people. I heard, yeah, people going like, oh my god, this was the craziest thing. This is the new Undertaker entrance, and I'm like, I, I don't know. That. My favorite entrance still is uh, soft. Soft, yeah. <laughs> <In> zone, <Cass. laughs> at heavy set three three zero. Let's celebrate 40 years of sports on SNL. Shows wrestlers. Hashtag suck it, T-Mac. Hashtag tweet the yeah, and, and I responded, and mm-hmm. I'm going to keep responding in the same tone, uh, with two things. One, it's to appease you dorks who think it's sports. <laughs> and two, they're not going to pick. They're not going to now all of a sudden switch the whole entirety of misguided information on their 40th anniversary yeah. special. Uh, I just think it's, I think you guys are arguing semantics at this point, and I see when you have to generic lump things into categories. Yeah, yeah. They didn't have a theater category. Yeah, yeah. They're going to put that in the sports category. Yeah. Because what yeah. else are you going to do? Yeah. That that was their athletes mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. their actors right. versus the writers versus the yeah, yeah. the musical guests. Mm-hmm. At Mr. DRG underscore WIR, Roman Reigns talks storybooks and everyone hates it. James Storm talks storybooks and it's an awesome promo. Explain. Hashtag tweet the table. Well, with James Storm, it's part of his character. And he's crazy, and he's 
he's cryptic and he's leading a revolution and it's dark and mysterious. So that fits. It's the Bray Wyatt like with the storybooks and the Roman Reigns felt John Cena like. Here's a bunch of lions go out there and play to the crowd and yuck, yuck, mm-hmm. yuck. Look at me, I'm super uberface. Therein lies the difference. Very true. Good point. Right? Yes. Yeah. Living Legend 148. Did I just hear you say that there's a rumor of the Living Legend going into the Hall of Fame? Hashtag about time. Hashtag better pack a bag. Hashtag to the table. Yeah, uh, Legend. Uh, that'd be Larry Zabisco. <laughs> not, not some dude from Scotland. <laughs> no, no offense. I like you. <laughs> Can you just shit on that? <laughs> at Joe Byam? Joe Byam? Still never. Hashtag to the table. Tell me if I'm saying your name right. Even though I'm saying it two different ways. So, Is it Rusev? Or Umaga, hashtag tweet the table. Yes. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. This one's from Tweet the Table, which is it's at Tweet the Table, or more commonly known as hashtag TMAC's mom. Yep. FYI, TMAC, SNL 40 had the WWE highlights in the sports montage. Hashtag Tweet the Table. Well, we just covered that. Note taken. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Rassle Ruse. Russell Roos. Cody versus Goldust may be the mania match we're looking forward to the most. Hashtag tweet the table. I think it has the... Oh, I bet you they put a damn good in-ring match on, too. Though. And that's why I think it's more anticipated than a normal tag team breakup yeah, match at Mania. Right. Is because the rumor is Goldust is done. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Cody Rhodes is hopefully transitioning into the next stage of what he's yes. going to do. And then if you add in Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. It has a lot of possibilities. We know how this is what's going, and we know who's going to theoretically go over or at least move on to be the bigger star because, I mean, this is gold dust waning down and mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes moving on, you know, mm-hmm. being young and, and moving forward. So we don't have that whole, which way are they going to go? Who's going right. to win? This isn't like when the primetime players broke up mm-hmm. for no reason. At Justin D. Kendall. Justin Kendall. Check, check out, out his article. article. Yep. WWE can't even let Kane get beat clean. Way to put some heat on Roman Reigns heading in a fast lane. Hashtag Raffle. Hashtag take the table. Yeah, use that hashtag too if you think it's bad. Raffle. Uh, And we always say read his article about us because obviously we we want. But read his articles. Yeah, man. He has great articles about Pitch.com. Yeah. And on what was the wrestling website? Shit, I forgot what he's on. Between the ropes? Mm hmm. Dot com? Sure. Something like that? Yeah. Oh, shit. Justin, I'm sorry. At double A underscore W-I-R. Probably should not call Seth Rollins the fastest rising superstar, an up-and-comer, or the biggest star in the WWE anytime soon. Hashtag tweet the table. Because yeah. <laughs> of his dick. Because of his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy set, 330. Primetime players reunion. Hashtag millions of dollars. Hashtag tweet the table. I like it because I thought primetime players, they ended them too soon. It's weird now that they ended them and now they're coming back together because what was the point of that? Yeah. I. It feels like le- legitimately Titus O'Neil said, hey, let me turn heel. And they were like, why? And he's like, because I just want to turn heel. And they're like, if I can go for it, make something out of it. Right. That's not how you need to do that. You need to break up a team with a point, with a purpose like this. Like it feels like with Cody Goldust. Like mm-hmm. Cody's going to do something now. And I have faith that Cody has a plan. Whether or not it'll play out and they'll get right. behind it, who knows. But it felt like Titus O'Neil had no plan for this. Or they didn't have a plan or for it. Or they didn't have yeah, a plan one for it. Two. Yeah. My thing with the whole segment was so weird. Sure, so yeah. The Darren Young and a guy that we still didn't get the name of yeah. was Ever, yeah. in the ring. They inter- introduce Darren Young. Ascension comes out. 
The other poor bastard gets thrown out of the ring. Darren Young gets beat up. Titus O'Neil comes out. Ascension runs away. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. No hug from like primetime players. No like doing the million dollar strut thing that they did or the you know side to side thing. Yeah. They didn't do the millions of dollars. No. I didn't see the segment. Yeah. They just. It was just. Yep. There's the two black guys that used to tag team together. <laughs> like. Don't you love them? Yeah, I don't and everyone know. was like, "Yeah, hey, I, think. I remember those guys." But then all the poor bastards just out there. Yeah, no. Thanks. But I, I, if guys. it is a prime time players back together as a tag team going for some straps, I'm good for mm-hmm. that. I'd like to see that. Katie, first lady, Brian is a cowboy hat and boots away from looking like HBK. Hashtag tweet the table. Yes, sleeveless camo vest. Yeah. At, what was that? Uh, just, you know, stuff. Going on another. Yeah. Spit that rhyme. Yeah, come on. At Frank Pet Ryder. Hey, someone please tell Booker T that the Funks, Steiners, and Briscoes were really brothers. Hashtag the table. Yeah. Yeah, he goes, yeah, but you don't get it. They, uh, Other than the Funks, they weren't real brothers. And I'm like, yeah, no, they all were. Yeah. They <laughs> yeah, all were. All them were. <laughs> I said this, and I did a tweet the table. I don't know uh-huh. if you included And no. I, th- I think, well, it's okay, because <laughs> I, I was planning on bringing it up. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was Hallmark. Uh-huh. That brought it up, like questioned what I was, what I was saying. But there's sometimes where JBL is just the fucking worst. Oh yeah, I did see that. He is terrible. Because they brought up, he brought up some analogy about Wade Barrett being this juggernaut of a thing, and he tried to use a, a soccer reference, and it was just like, guys, they went on like a solid ninety seconds about soccer. Yeah, while a match is going on in the that ring. didn't have anything yeah. to pertain to mm-hmm. what the and Michael Cole's just like, wait a minute, well they're good. It's like, guys, shut the fuck up. Yeah, there's something going. That's on. so stupid. Yeah, that's that's why. And JBL always not always, but it seems like periodically, at least once a month, will have this little tangent that's unrelated to anything in life, just something he's interested in, and he tries to interject it into uh, commentary. Commentary. And it's either one not relevant, two not funny, or three just a waste of oxygen. Oh yeah. It's like at least with King, which I feel weird saying this. At least with King, his jokes would feel creepy and like old. Yeah. Like old man creepy. Right. But you could use it at work. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. With this yeah. fucking tangents, it's just like it's they're just shut talking up. shit, and it's just yeah, yeah just shut. My up. My favorite commenting team right now is the Lucha Underground. It's Vampiro and. And Matt Stryker. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because, I mean, what do you got? Matthews and Taz. And, I mean, like, Matthews is better at calling the entering action, sure, but, like, it's Taz. I mean, he's good, but, like, they go off on tangents, too. And sometimes, His podcast like, is good. And they're just, like, sometimes they, I'm like, did you really see what was going on there? Because you just said something that didn't really right. happen. You know, yeah. I'm like, are you guys really? And then, I mean, the other things, I mean, it's ROH. I mean, really how, you know, I mean. Kevin Kelly. Yeah. I mean, like. Every time you, I hear Kevin Kelly, I just think about being 13. Yeah. Like, it just has yeah. that voice of the 90s where, like, 90s pro wrestling Saturday morning. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. You're doing great. I just can't get over what my mental capacity right. yeah, and what your voice. Kevin Kelly. Yeah. At original TOD at my own bachelor party. And I stayed behind while everyone went out to eat so I can catch raw. Hashtag tweet the table. Man, don't wow. you got a DVR or some shit, yeah. man? It's your bachelor party. Go eat. They put the clips on YouTube. You can watch on watchwrestling.tv on your phone, man. Yeah. Jesus, if you got a ne- good data next time, point. yeah. Next time you want to like have her like a predicament. Uh, <laughs> what was that? Yeah, uh, I thought I had a predicament. I was really drunk. <laughs> oh, uh, tweet, tweet awesome voice. He'll uh, yeah. the awesome voice. He'll help yeah. you out with uh, being able to watch yeah. it. At Zach Guitar thirteen, Lana's name spelled backwards is anal. 
At a girl. Hashtag crushed that ass. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> God. I don't think she planned it for that reason. Yeah. I don't think she was like, you know, anal spell backwards is Lana. I'm going to use that as my Yeah, name. it's not like when Stacey Keebler debuted yeah. and she was Miss Hancock and everyone was like, get it, Hancock. Yeah. Like that was purpose, but obviously yeah. this wasn't. It's not like somebody named themselves Anigov. You know what I mean? It's like, this <laughs> was fucking. All right. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh. Uh, cock! Uh, sorry, that was... Cock! <laughs> little, uh, little late on the cock. Came up a little short on the cock. Yeah, wasn't, wasn't fast enough with the cock. That's a COC, by the way, cock. Mm-hmm. Chief of Contributors. The cock. Says... Cena with some venom on Raw. I like it. Hashtag tweet table. I don't. Uh, like, like Samoa Joe in TNA, John Cena's done everything. Yeah, well, and when he tries to get thug, I'm just like, dude, stop. Just stop already. When he's like, I'll come down and whip your ass, son. Like, okay, stop. It's different if you're just like, how about I just come down there and kick your ass? You know what I mean? Like, that's more believable. Like, when he's like, Rusev, you haven't been in a fight. You know what I mean? Like, you haven't lost a fight. I'll come down and you'll lose a fight. I'm going to whoop your ass, son, or whatever. He said, like, if you would have just... Let it not go gangster on it. Mm-hmm. It would have been believable, and it would have sounded tough. Now it just sounds like you're trying to look tough and cool. Like I said, Kane, Samojo, AJ Styles and TNA, Big Show, Big Show. These guys, they've just literally they've done everything, and yeah. you're not gonna get Cena heel turn. It's just not gonna happen. It's just yeah. not gonna happen. So just what I want to see him do is be elevated past the title. Put yeah. him in the realm of the Triple H. Yeah, yeah. P- put him in matches with controlling stakes. Yeah. If Cena wins, he becomes the majority owner of WWE or some yeah. bullshit towards elevated more than yeah. the titles. He's, yeah, he's past. He's that. beyond it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cock. That was a little premature. Thanks, cock. Frank Pet Ryder, Kevin Owens is the new master of the power bomb. Hashtag bought a boom. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, I like the power bomb. Three of them he gave them. Yeah. Right? Was it three? Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. And all while the the mm-hmm. the medical teams helping him. Yeah. God, Just yelling. Vicious. Yeah, they're like, stop it. Stop, stop it. it. And the rest are like, oh, uh, okay. okay. I guess I have to. Hallmark of Sweet. Hashtag tweet the table. Your little will to live will be dust. Yeah, Rusev can talk all right. If by talk you mean say words. <laughs> <laughs> Do we yeah. know what he actually sounds like? No, I don't know. I want to hear no. him actually talk. <laughs> At Eric the Brain One, hashtag tweet the table. Hmm. Would Graham be more likely to forego a year in Indy if he got a lucha offer? I don't know who Graham is. I don't either. And so please tweet the table with either like a profile, a full name. Yeah, tell because, us who you're talking about, and then yeah. ask the question again, because I'm just lost. I don't know. There's what, a lot of Grams. You yeah, know? I, don't, I don't know a current one off the top of my head. All I know is like the Grams in the Florida, you know, in the Florida yeah. territory back in the day, but I don't yeah. know anyone now. Sorry. Yeah, yeah no, but thanks. Yeah, thanks. Has Brain tweeted the table for? I can't remember. I think maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. Possibly. We've done 82 shows. Yeah. It's hard to keep everything straight. It's hard to keep everything straight. Cock! And that was premature, still talking. And, uh, and you know, we're not the smartest. Cock! More appropriate. I was done. Chief of, Chief of Contributors. COC. Yeah, got it. Cock. Says, <laughs> I hate to say it, 
But but, uh, but you're going to. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I'm really digging Roman Reigns. Hashtag tweet the table. Me too. Really? Yes. I really? like it. I liked what he did. Are you serious, bro? Here's the only thing that I would have tweaked with what he did last night on Monday, or, or on Monday Night Raw, mm. is he came out and he sat during uh-huh. the Daniel Bryan match. Spanish and then, announce table. Huh? Spanish announce table. Right. Sat. No. Yeah, sat. Right. But then he got up and started doing like pictures, like selfies with uh, yeah, the fans and right. signing stuff. And I thought what would have been cooler is if the match started and then Roman Reigns just came out right then and started. I thought the sitting yeah. and then staying, I thought yeah. that was a little weird. Uh, I love the promo he did with uh, with Daniel Bryan backstage. And it makes sense to do the whole one versus all. I mean, that's his damn gimmick. So yeah. I like it. I'm starting to get behind him a little bit more. Yeah. Cock. Thanks. GBL 316. Not 317. Hashtag tweet the table. Primetime players on Raw. Aw, yeah. Hashtag millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. I'm excited. I hope they're back. Yeah. I always like tag teams, so I'm excited about and that. That was a tag team. Yeah, like that, and they had the yes, thing and a name, right? A look, a demographic can get behind it, an identity. Yeah, yes, I like it all. Hallmark of Swede hashtag tweet the table. Why didn't Cesaro and Kid wear their Brass Ring Club T-shirts? I think they were told what I'd read. Don't wear rumors. that. No, I think they were told go find a name and, a, and an identity, and they came up with that. And maybe that just wasn't approved. You know what I mean? They were like, eh, I don't know about that, guys. You know? Right. And they're like, we'll suck yeah. it. At double A underscore W-I-R, at Mia Yim, I am just watching Raw. You make a good-looking and beautiful rosebud. Hashtag tweet the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The rosebuds have been good about some nice-looking ladies. Mm-hmm. At the ultimate one, Samoa Joe left TNA. Do you think we'll see him in NXT? Hashtag tweet the table. Nope. nope. I think it's New Japan. Yep. I, I think, think right. I think it's the AJ Styles deal. I think we'll see him at New Japan primarily. Ring of Honor to do the whole, he's back in Ring of Honor, right? And then some independent shows. Hey, you know where I'd love to see him at? Metro Pro. Yes. That's where I'd love to see him at. Joe Joe McDonald, who we've had on the show. Yeah. Good friends with him. Oh, snap. Yeah. We might have to get him on the Spanish announcement. Well, we couldn't at the time, and I don't think I ever told you this. We couldn't at the time because uh, the publicist Mm. for TNA was like, Joe, do you want Eric Young and, you know. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Joe wasn't the uh, guy they got behind the most right. when it came to doing outside interviews. Oh, so he reached out for us. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. And to the, try to play yeah. that again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. At DeMounty, final one. At DeMounty. Rujo, Hall of Fame 2016. It's a fucking lock. <laughs> Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag T-Mac is bi-curious. Wait a minute. Two things. Uh-huh. Did he already give up on this year? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, what's up with that? Yeah. Yeah. They're not done yet. What up with that? <laughs> and two, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mac is by curious. I am not. <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing wrong no, with yeah, it. No, yeah, no. But no, I'm not. Yeah, maybe he is, and he's hoping. Yeah. Huh? Which, hey, that's flattering. Wants, Thanks. Wants, wants you to try some of the French footlong. Right, which, hey, you, hey, know, you know, it's very flattering. Not interested. Yeah, not interested. But His French footlong is very flattering? It's flattering to say, if hey. If it's a foot long, right. that's pretty flattering. Yeah. For him. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Way to go. Yeah, way to go, bud. Good job. But no, I'm not interested. All right, tweet the table. I love it. Hey, next Tell- segment. 
coming up next. We got Rob Schamberger in studio. Not but our studio. But it's not our studio. Huh. And we have a special guest with Rob. Ooh, who could that be? I'll never tell. Except Actually, for, I'll tell next segment. Yeah, next segment. All right, well, that's when we come back to the Spanish Announce Table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Wake up! And? Dimension 6 was the original name intended for Nike. TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. Hey, sports fans, have you heard about the Heavy Hitter Network? Well, if not, I'm here to let you know. If you love sports and just can't get enough, then you need to go to heavyhitternetwork.com. That's heavyhitternetwork.com. Because here, you will find tons of great sports podcasts created by sports fans for sports fans. No more bandwagon radio. We discuss all sports teams from a sports fan's perspective. We cover baseball, football, basketball, hockey, Not to mention, we even have podcasts that cover pro wrestling, pop culture, and competitive eating, and many more podcasts to come. So go now to heavyhitternetwork.com and find out what other sports fans already know. If you want to listen to Sports Talk Radio without a slant, then you need to hit up the Heavy Hitter Network today. That's heavyhitternetwork.com. What's up? Who we got? We got, well, first off, let's just explain. We are not in the studio right now. Right. We are in a studio. A studio, not yeah, the radio studio. Mouth. Yeah. This is a better studio than ours. Way better. Uh, I just referred to it in text as a personal heaven. Mm. I'm literally looking through all of this artwork right now, and I'm just stunned by the amazing work. Obviously, we're talking about good friend of the show, uh, the best artist that WWE's ever hired or anybody or anyone's hired Rob Schamberger Rob how are you doing good doing good man we have another guest though we do yes we do and I would like for you to introduce her because it's only fitting well dude the shows drop on Wednesdays do I remember that right? Generally, yes. yeah, Wednesday, unless I have some technical uh, difficulties. Okay, or, uh, so wife duties <laughs> barring Tim's personal life, <laughs> this show is dropping on the birthday of uh, the woman that I owe my life to, uh, my mom, uh, Dee Clark. Dee Clark. Yes, that's right. I'm taught him everything he knows. Really? Well, yes. yeah. So you're to blame for this. <laughs> it's all her fault. <laughs> well, let's get into that a little bit because this is definitely something I wanted to kind of talk about as soon as we booked this interview. Uh, describe kind of what it was like raising young Rob when uh, when he was a child. Oh, well, since it was just he and I, mm-hmm. we uh, kind of grew up together. So there was a lot of hits and misses. Mm. Uh, he was a good child. Fortunately, I uh, all I had to do was give him what he calls the dreaded look, and he'd say, "I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry." <laughs> uh, I was really lucky with that. He uh, somehow believed that everything I told him was the truth. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> as I got older, 
worked real well right. for about the first 10 years. <laughs> so was that, the one thing that really sticks out to me, and, and most people know with Rob, I mean, he's created this identity of this great, amazing wrestling artist. Was there ever a time in his life when we were like, would you stop doodling on all on my paper and get back to, you know, doing the dishes or something? Well, <laughs> you know, I... Well, the dishes weren't done anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do the dishes. There's already exceptions. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of fingerprints. <laughs> <laughs> um, being from an artistic kind of family, I always tried to provide him with all the tools that I thought he could be a brilliant artist. And uh, he didn't have anything to do with any of it when he was little. Mm, Colors, really? crayons, paints, none of it. It was just shoved aside in the corner. Until he turned about eight, and I brought home a uh, what they called a steno pad back then. I don't mm -hmm. imagine anybody even knows what those are anymore. Yeah. But we'd have, you know, they at work would use just part of it and then throw them away. Well, I grabbed those and brought them home. He had his tremendous imagination. He's creating superheroes, you know, because we were big on He-Man, Turtles, all those. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was creating these guys in his head, and then he'd come and tell me about them, and tell me about them, and tell me about them. <laughs> and Wouldn't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> never shut up. Right, Mom? Right, Mom? Say, blah, 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 blah. Right, Mom? And um, so I brought these cell pads home, and I said, okay, you need to draw these characters so we can remember them. So he started out drawing in these steno pads, and he would draw these characters, and and I've still got all those, by the way. Oh, wow! It's probably worth some money. Yeah, right, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And then he put amazing boosters, you know, or whatever, and then he put all their characters, their characters. So um, I I tried to channel that because I could see that was where his interest was, not in the crayons and mm -hmm. and everything. And so then, of course, he got into the comic book aspect of it and became yes. a avid comic book reader. We didn't have a lot of money growing up together, but I always would make money for, make sure he had money, he could always buy a book. Well, then as he got a little bit older, they were always comic books. And uh, and that's kind of where it started from there. I mean, went from... You were talking about kind of the artistic background. What's your background as far as... The... Um, well, I have an aunt that was the uh, head of the art department for uh, the state of Minnesota. Wow. She painted apples and oranges and mm -hmm. stuff like that, but uh, she was pretty good. My sister was a pretty good painter. Um, brilliant musician. Brilliant musician. My sister was a brilliant musician. My brother was brilliant in his own crazed mind. He created the scanner. He invented the scanner. The uh, art, the... Are we being serious? Yeah. Yeah. Are we really invented this game? Because sometimes things are said as a joke, but that felt serious. He created that for Walmart. Walmart was the first one to take that. And wow. He also created a uh, water-propelled motor engine that was probably bought and safely hidden away. Bye. True story. True this story. is insane. Sadly, not always for the best. Yeah, place. kind of a beautiful mind scenario. Right. Yes, totally yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Um, but my sister was a beautiful musician. She she was beautiful. Anything she wanted to do. And mm -hmm. I came along 12, 14 years after they did, and I kind of just had pieces of all that. Mm -hmm. But then fortunately, I was able to pass it on. To rob the artistic part. Right. So, so this is like destiny. Right. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. 
We've got uh, a pretty storied family history. Like, was it grandpa's grandpa was a POW in the Civil War yes. uh, for the North? He, he was a Northern soldier. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then... Uh, <laughs> well, it feels better than to tell that. Right? You're like, yeah. yeah. And then grandpa... Oh, my, it wasn't us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they... Yeah. Um, and then uh, Grandpa was personal friends with Harry Truman. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Uh, he, he was a newspaper delivery man for the Star, mm-hmm. and uh, Truman lived in Independence, where, mm-hmm. where Grandpa was, and would be out on his front porch and invited him on up. He'd be like, hey, Matt, come on up and talk to me about what's in the paper. And my Grandpa was the king of tall tales. Like, that movie Big Fish is pretty much sure. based on that. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, um, the family didn't believe that at all, and then was at the opening of the Truman Library, they were standing in the back, and as Truman's walking in, he's like, oh, hey, Max, see you tomorrow morning. Goes on down. Yeah. I yeah. was a kid about 10 years old, and uh, we had family in from out of town, and we were there, and, uh, you know, we're standing up because it, it was just crazy, but my dad was, you know, and Truman comes up, and he says, oh, hey, Mac. See you tomorrow. We say this every time that we have Robin. <laughs> well, now it's a little bit different because now it's a little bit bigger scale. Well, <laughs> like, you know. We say this every time, but I think it's, it's quite amazing that every time Rob comes in, how average he makes me feel. Right, yeah. Yeah, like, just this entire yeah. history of just like, oh, you know, then I was there for the signing of the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, have, I, have the, I have the original in the back, yeah. you know, right next oh, to my... <laughs> right. You did go see that one, still. Yeah. Uh, that was Bill of Rights. Bill of Rights, yeah. yeah. Got to see that person. Yeah. yeah. The thing yeah. that was interesting with Truman and my dad, my dad was a staunch Republican. Of course, Truman was. Sure. But they, right. they were pretty good buddies. That's yeah. a great... Yeah. yeah. That's awesome to hear. <laughs> I'm just thinking about like, and then you just, oh yeah, here it is. Just man, wow. All right, so let's get into now some a little bit funner things. I mean, that, that was amazing, but I want to hear some juice. I want to hear some of the fun. So give me, give me a fun Rob story that maybe he wouldn't want to share with us. Yes, if you've got one. Oh God. Right, something. Yeah. Went to his dad's once, and we went out in the woods, and came home. It was a school trip. Oh, school trip! Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And one morning before school, <laughs> he comes into me just as serious, definitely, definitely mm-hmm. serious. What would be about thirteen, fourteen? Mm-hmm. Mom. Of course, his voice was cracking, but it sure. wasn't getting pretty low at that time. Mm-hmm. Mom, just definitely serious, but why does he shoot? And of course, I'm going what. There's a tick on my dick. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've got the we've got the title of the episode. (laughs) Title of the episode. Well, that's a horrendous. I would be a little worried. Well, and it had moved. Yeah. Right. Like I found like a spot where it had been attached to my ball. Oh no! And it had moved on up. Yeah, that's. Oh, I mean, the, this tick was like it was like working the balls and the shaft. Yeah, this is. It was on up to the head. Look, when you're a young man, it's always oh, a mom. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mom, this is totally a mom situation. Yeah, it was the dad, yeah. Right. Yeah. So you know, I put my purse down, my little bunch, and you know, the dog's like, "What you got? What you got?" <laughs> <laughs> A Doberman. 
I pretty much straddle her and whip it out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Growing up in the 50s didn't teach you about that. Well, no, you were sitting on the couch and I pretty much. No, you were. I put you on the tub. Okay. You know, you were sitting on the tub. I get the tweezers. And, you know, of course, we have the dog helping and we have a couple cats that are looking too. And here he is just wanting to be any place but there. Right. You know, so I lift it up and there's the damn tip. Wow. Underneath, Well, credit to you because I think what I would have done is just like, well, Get in the back seat of the car. <laughs> don't move. I'm taking you to the ER. Yeah. You're not going to be this. No, I'm not just, yeah, yeah doctor's yeah. got that. It's a part, part of being a mom is also being a medical student. Right, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, I think every mom has like that little bit of first aid just yeah. ingrained in them. So I get it off and, you know. Well, no, you were in the process of taking it off when I threw out the classic line. Yes, the classic line. Will this affect my ability to reproduce? <laughs> 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 I'm like, you know, you're serious shit here. And you're <laughs> <laughs> I think I would almost be like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> this easily could be. Well, I was concerned because it was attached to the ball earlier. Right. Well, I might have sucked it all out. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, because as a 13-year-old, you always go to the worst-case scenario. Yeah. He was there, and I said, well, I, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> I, I see I'm a little bit different. I'm a little sarcastic. I think they might have to amputate. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's like when he got into the junior high and had to get the uh, athletic, athletics support. Mm-hmm. Well, I was clueless on this. Sure. I was yeah. clueless on this. So we go to Kmart. My stepfather's dying right now. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to Kmart because that's that was you know. And well, Walmart was sold out. Yeah, Walmart was sold out. I <laughs> of jocks. Every seventh grade boy. Right. Yeah. I had no clue. No mm-hmm. clue. No clue. So we're wandering around and I couldn't even find it. And she's like dangling them in front of me too. Like, is this? This is right, right. <laughs> and how old are you at the time? Thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. So yeah, it's the so mom, mom, stop. Okay, mom, there's people around. Yeah, mom? yeah. So I finally go and find a kid working there. He's probably what three, four years older than you. Not much. And I said, I'm clueless on these. Can you help? Well, what size is he? And Rob says, Oh, I'm worried. <laughs> Double <laughs> ammo. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm in the waist. And Rob just slugged. <laughs> <laughs> he disappeared. <laughs> what size are you? You got to do the Rob thing. You're like, Oh, yeah, it's a large. I was talking about your waist. Maxim. Oh, uh, 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 30. Oh, uh, sorry. Didn't know what you meant there. <laughs> oh, my God. That is. We had, we had a deal when he was in junior high. He would always call me when he got home from school. This was high school. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So high, this was high school, though, this story. This story. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got to get it right. It's historical context. Right. Yeah. 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 on which story? <laughs> this is going on the internet. Yeah. So he would call me five after three every day. I'm downtown Kansas City. We're in Lee Summit. You know, so it's kind of like he didn't call. Well, it was always that just that little pang. Something's happened. So about 3.30, he calls. Mom. The cat got caught up in the tree, and I had to get the, I had to go get the ladder, and then I had to get the cat down, and I had to put the ladder away, and then I had to get in, and I called you just as soon as I could. Well, you know, we're talking 20, 30 minutes later. Mm-hmm. My aunt lives across the street. No rob in the tree. No cat in the tree. Oh, no. I call the bus barn mm-hmm. because it's kind of like, you know, I just, yeah. in the back of my head. Yeah. So I called the bus part and they said, oh, well, yes, that nice Rob, yes, he got off at his bus stop earlier. It was in front of the Baptist church. We just thought he was going to a church event. We didn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) So so there's a red flag. And this is Valentine's Day, too, by Mm -hmm. the way. And he'd given me a a rose for Valentine's Day that morning. And uh, come to find out, so he kept, you know, I... I said, well, how come you got off at the bus stop before ours? Well, dead silence. And, he's, and he mutters when he gets in trouble. Well, I walked I walked Monica home and I gave her a rose for God. Mm-hmm. Aha! Busted. Right, <laughs> yeah. He had stuck it. He bought two roses. Oh. Like, yeah. Give mom one. I put the other one in the fridge because I knew mom would never go in there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be safe here. Yeah. I'll still never see it. <laughs> Right, yes. Right. He did the right thing. Yes, there. The right. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh. The good detective work by you. Yeah. That is oh, and the, the ant across the street was my kryptonite. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine that, that, yeah, the ant, you can't get away with anything. Senior year in high school, um, mom and, and my stepfather Roger went on their uh, honeymoon. Mm-hmm. They had just gotten married, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, uh, as a senior in high school, I took that as an opportunity to have like the party of the year, of course, the century of course, at yeah. my house, and it like turned into like one of those like sixteen candles type parties. Yes. They might be too old of a no, 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 I understand. I got the '80s shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, like I invited, I don't know, twenty kids and how many wrestlers? No, this no, is pre wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> And, and uh, of course, they just invited everyone. Apparently, oh, flyers got made. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I went to get ice, and I come back, and I can't park within like three blocks of the house. It's like Project X. It's a yeah. shoot. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, you know, like, and pe- they're just coming in in waves, right? So yeah. it finally gets to the point where I'm like, okay, anyone else? You know, like I'm gonna have to call the cops. If you're not staying the night, you have to go now, right? <laughs> and it got down to like a manageable thirty kids. In right. Our house. Yeah. <laughs> Probably about the size of all this, just right here. It wasn't very good. No, right. Yeah, yeah. And it it uh, was destroyed. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, just just uh, you know, everyone was like smoking, drinking, yeah. you know, breaking like, up pot on the, the toilet in half. Yeah. Don't <laughs> oh, it's close. Um, and and I thought I did a pretty remarkable job of cleaning up. Except for the five trash bags full of beer bottles. <laughs> <laughs> thirsty bottles. Yeah, you don't understand. When you're gone, I gotta drink something. <laughs> I come home from work and mom's waiting in the door. Oh, like, oh no. yeah. And she's like holding like a bottle and a few caps I'd missed. And uh, she's like, You care to explain this to me? 
And okay, that? yeah, I can explain that. <laughs> yeah, That's fine. growing up, one of my very favorite shows was The Wonder Years. Yeah, oh, and there was a very similar episode sure. where something like this happened. Yeah, uh, where they had just invited some guys over to play poker and eat pizza, and then it turned into a wild thing, right? Yes. Which was not mine. Mine was intended to be a wild thing, just not that wild. Right. right. And, uh, uh, and I'm like, Mom, I had friends over for poker, and I went to get pizza, and I come back, and Mom, they were drinking, and and they were smoking pot, Mom, because like. Right yeah. Yeah. And she hugged me. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. So mentally are you thinking like I yep. did it. Yeah, uh, got great. it. Yeah. And and flash forward to my twenty first birthday. Uh we're at my folks' place. I've got some friends over and uh um I'm like, Mom, I think I need to finally come clean with you about what happened. And I tell her the true story and she's like, I knew all this. Yeah. Dumb shit. Your aunt lives across the street. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, are you serious? I really thought every time. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. At least you gave him the confidence. Right. Yeah. yeah, you didn't. You didn't tear him down every time. You gave him this one. You're like, you know what? Yeah. Good job. Because like Monday, I get back to school and I'm like the king of the school. I'm like, yeah. I got away with it. <laughs> <laughs> People just high five you in the hallway. Yeah, Rob, you're the best. Now, did you? Okay, so when you're telling her this excuse, you kind of said, did, "Were you going like step by step from the Wonder Years?" Like, with, with yeah, it was exactly. Yeah. And also, you're literally stealing it from that episode. Not, not only. Did she say like, yeah, dumbass, your aunt lives across the street. We watched that episode <laughs> of The Water Years together. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a lot like Tuesday night when we were watching The Wonder Years. You don't say. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my goodness. Okay, so when when Rob kind of transitioned from the the comic book world to pro wrestling, what was your initial first thought when he kind of jumped into this world? Well, uh, I've always pretty much supported everything, anything he's done. I, I didn't quite get the wrestling thing. Uh, it didn't seem to me like it was going to be the thing that was going to shoot him into, because I was still pushing for him to do the comic book thing, because mm-hmm. I really think he's got some amazing stories to tell. But, uh, you know, it made him happy, mm-hmm. and he's done an amazing job with it. Oh, of course. And done fairly well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, Right. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> hashtag. Right. Hashtag not, not bad. bad. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I knew some of the original wrestlers back. Were you a wrestling fan? No. No. Okay. She just knew them. Knew them. I, I knew them. Mm-hmm. She was a hot young thing in the 70s. Gotcha. And they came, they, they banked at the bank I banked at. Worked mm-hmm. at. And uh, one of them would Did they come in, in their tights? Because that's what I imagine. <laughs> no. Like, oh, <laughs> I'd like to make a deposit. <laughs> in your face. You <laughs> <laughs> went my face. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we were civil. <laughs> However, the one would come in and pick whoever was not safely behind the teller cage, he'd take, pick them up and put them up on top of the teller window. <laughs> and that was one, I don't know who he was. I don't know. He comes in body slamming. <laughs> <laughs> His name was Frank Altman, just like the 
movie guy. Mm-hmm. But he was always the, like the masked marvel. Okay, he, all right. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he, Might have been one of the interns the or something. Or something. <laughs> he called himself Hoot Gibson, but that was just being a smart ass. Right. But, uh, you know, when they had the bar downtown. Which was Bob Geigel and Bulldog Bob Brown owned the bar together. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I was 19 at the time I was working downtown, and I had fake ID. And I would go in there, and they always made sure that nothing ever happened to me. Because yeah, I was right. hit on a lot. But, sure. Uh, you know, they were always really real nice. But, you know, being wrestlers didn't mean much to me. Yeah. Right. It just, but Some my, weird thing they did. Or, yeah, yeah, but yeah. my grandma was an avid wrestling fan. She was an up, up, upscale church lady, one mm. of the founding members of one of the churches. And my dad bought one of those little bitty TVs that was, what, six, eight inches about the size of an iPhone. Yeah. 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 And, the iPhone 6, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she'd wait till everybody that lived there with her went to bed, and then she'd get up on Saturday nights and go watch wrestling. And so I think it's in, in us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Now, there was another close-knit society that tried to welcome, welcome you that were clients at the bank. Yes. Are we going to go down? Are we going to talk about that? Of course, yes. Yeah. Yeah. We lay everything. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to use names, but they're all dead now anyway. Yeah, they're all dead now anyway. Have you ever watched Goodfellas or Casino? Yeah, oh, of course. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. okay, well, there you go. Oh, okay. All right. I think I'll take my chances with the wrestlers. <laughs> they, they banked with the bank and uh, tried to recruit me. Really? Well, to be your banker. To be their or banker. to be their banker, yeah. yeah. To, to do the other side of books. One of the guys whose name is, you know. Sure, right. Yeah. Gone. Let's, let's, let's uh, keep names. <laughs> 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 I'm okay with telling wrestling names, yeah, but not in this kind of world. Yeah. 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 He uh, wanted me to do his books because he had a little stand inside. All the old buildings down there had the little quick trip type stands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some cigars and cigarettes and pop and, and stuff. And, he, he said, would you want to do my books for me? Because I really don't have time to do that. And so I said, well, I could check into it. Remember, 19. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Young and dumb. What could go wrong? Yeah, wide-eyed <laughs> and just trying to be helpful. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, my husband over there doesn't know all this story. So he's looking very intently. There's a very intent look right now. <laughs> so he invites me to his apartment still remember 19 mm-hmm. and, um, and he said okay well here's the books he offers me a drink I didn't drink back then mm-hmm. uh, offers shows me his, his two ledger books two ledger books and he said okay well here's this one and then here's this one and you're going to be keeping this one well that that didn't match the other one right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So are they necessarily going to come out even but they need to <laughs> right exactly yeah. and I said I, I you know the light bulb started to go up and I said I, I just don't think I can wrap my brain around this I just I, my, my mind just doesn't think like that and he said well um, have you ever thought about maybe being more doing more with your life and he said are you into uh, are you on birth control because uh, that's what you ask, right? Yeah, that's yeah. just a normal so question. That's my pickup line. Right. <laughs> hey, are you on the pill? <laughs> so I said, oh, no, I'm not into that. You know, and if I am, and he opens up this box and it had hundreds 
uh, packs of birth control pills. <laughs> still not totally right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still, yeah, yeah. You know? This is kind of weird. Books. Yeah. Well, then he said, "Well, I've got books for this too." So he shows me these books, and you know, oh, here's Brandy, and she met up with Joe mm. Smith, and here's you know. And where they met and stuff. So well organized. Yeah. And so Monster. he was basically soliciting me to become. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I back out of there. Mm-hmm. Say, well, you know, I'm just, I'm just not ready for that kind of thing. But, that, but thanks for asking. Yeah. You know. So uh, go back to go back to work. I don't get my tomato juice free anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Funny how that happens. Yeah. 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 And I changed jobs, and I'm I back in from Kansas City to Independence, and. Um, one day I'm working on a Saturday after Saturday morning as a teller, and here comes a guy standing in line. He said, "Well, I, I'm Joe's lawyer, and I really like to talk to you. Really like to talk to you." Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hmm, I'm 20 now. I'm getting a little bit right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I agreed to go have lunch with him, and uh, so he again was. He says, "Well, we've got something we'd really like for you to go out with." And I said, you know, this is just not my thing. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. This is not, mm-hmm. this is not, you know, Jeez. I said no once, this is not. Yeah. But, you know, then several of the family, they followed me from that bank to Independence Bank. And one would only bring his money. And he lived over in Gladstone area. And he would only come to my teller window. And he'd come through the driveway. And he'd always bring me this huge sucker. Lollipop. Mm-hmm. I never ate it because I had a feeling what probably. Right, was. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden you're lightheaded and you wake up somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, uh, yeah, he ended up in the trunk of his car. Jeez. Wow. So, and then wasn't another one the one that had the thing at the airport where uh, guys were waiting for him with, with guns? Yeah, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know who Bulldog Bob Brown is? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell him about the uh, safe deposit box. Yeah, I was at another, well, it was the same same bank, but I was out at, at in Penn Center and we had great big uh, safe deposit boxes and this one had coins in his box. And... Uh, so, like, yeah. the coin collectors come in pretty much daily. daily. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 come in daily. Right. Well, one day he, he dropped his ID and he dropped a lot of money that was probably $20,000 and yeah. left it there. Like you do. Just dropped left, it on the yeah, stairs. Yeah, yeah, left, yeah. It, left it in the vault. Yeah, I think you I left one on the sidewalk. I went in there and walked in and it's kind of like, uh, oh, wow. And I saw the name. And uh, we always had security cops there. This mm-hmm. was before all the big security. And uh, he said, what you got there? Because I wanted to be sure somebody saw me with the money. And he yeah. saw the name. And he said, uh, we've, got, we've got an issue here. And I'm like, what, what kind of issue is that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he's, he was a mobster uh, and wanted by the police. And this is after that first encounter. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, they so, me. so then, what, what were you thinking initially? What's, what's your I first thought? Time change banks. Well, looks like I'm going to the new one. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, I never encouraged these guys. I didn't mm-hmm. do anything, but they just kind of seemed to, you know. But I was nice to them. I right. Was civil. I was mm-hmm. professional. Treated him like a human. Treated him like a customer. Right, yeah, yeah. And so, so they, uh, all of a sudden, here comes the FBI, here comes, you know, all kinds of people. And they said, well, can you identify this guy? Mm-mm. And I said, I, <laughs> I don't think so. You're right. My, my, you know, I, I talked to all kinds of customers today. 
that was a new branch. We had maybe five customers a day at that time. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Right. I know. Well, smart uh, move. But they busted me. Mm-hmm. They found another way to bust him. And so then we fast forward 10 years later, 20 years later, and I'm working at a, a loan company. And this guy walks in, make a payment on a loan. And it was that guy. He said, and, and you know, by this time, I'm 40 pounds heavier and 20 years older. And he said, your last name was Schamberger, wasn't it? Well, by then, it was, well, yeah, I was still Schamberger. And I said, well, yeah. He says, I know you. You used to work at the other bank. Nope. <laughs> nope, not me. <laughs> Twin sister. <laughs> that, was, that was my sister. And he's bell bondsman now. Wow. Gone straight. Yeah. I know some I know some bail bots people. I don't know how straight they are, but yeah. Yeah, well he told me he'd gone straight. Right, well straight. Right, yeah. yeah. You believe him then. Yeah, you go, yeah. Absolutely. Whatever you say. And you're and you're looking great. That's what I assume. Right. So what happened, Ron, to uh, the uh, the recipient of the rose? The uh, the second row. Whatever happened with this story? She missed out, man. She missed out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still half wild. This uh, Rob could have been born into the mob. Oh, <laughs> right. Painting mobsters. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, they, they were gonna have her on the pill. But yeah, right. 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 Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and what? Is, I was just thinking about how when you were telling this, when you were telling us that, like how you go from like, hey, you want to be my banker to, hey, you want to be a hooker? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so number one, banker. Number two. Hooker! I have a suitcase full of earthquakes. Well, I bring a microphone. There were several at the bank that didn't perform. Really? Oh. So he's. Okay. So now, alright. Right, so he thinks. Right, yeah. Right. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> you guys didn't expect this. No, no. <laughs> well, I expected a couple, you know, funny, like, oh, Rob, one time, you know. <laughs> not mob stories. <laughs> Pretty incredible. So, okay. All right. What? So. Roger's wanting to say. Uh-oh. Oh. Just about the time Rob walked in on us. Oh, the, the uh, reason I moved out? Do we want to yes, tell this story? Okay, oh, yes, okay, yes, yes. We want to, yeah. we 100% want to tell this story. Oh, so, after, so you t- you move out early. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, wait, wait a minute, let me preface it. Okay. We got married, but we didn't live together for a year because I wanted to get robbed through his senior year of high school. Okay. So okay. then we, we finally got a house, bought together, and he was graduating from high school, and we were had just all moved in together, so. And, uh, He's 18. 18. And after we would have dinner, I would always just go into the computer room, uh, you know, drink a Coke and, mm-hmm. you know, dick around online like right. everyone yeah. does. Sure. And, uh, MySpace. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's even before MySpace. <laughs> oh, okay. This is 1998. There's yeah. no social network. Working on my, wow. working on my GeoCities page. Yeah. Yeah, this was on, yeah, this was AOL dialogue <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, so, I, I only had like half a Coke, so I drank it quicker than I normally did. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh no. And, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and I go back into the kitchen to get another one yeah. out of the fridge. Of and there's Roger washing the dishes and mom giving him a hand. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
and mom freezes. The dishes, I don't mom freezes, right? And Roger just keeps watching the dishes and looks over at me. Oh, hey, Rob. Your mom's giving me a hand. And I'm like, Mom, let go. You don't stop the activity. I'm like, I was just in the other room. And Mom goes, Normally you take longer. I'm like, What? Why? Dialogue with the great Kali. Oh, what? Her Her mom's giving me a hand. Oh my god. Oh my god. He still wakes up in cold sweats once in a while. (laughs) And uh, Katie is just utterly terrified about this story, right? Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, whenever we have like Thanksgiving dinner or whatever. It's like uh, drink your coke slow, okay? Hey, buddy. No. She does. She just stands in the door. So she doesn't go in. Because <laughs> I feel that this story is. I feel that this story is like the movie The Ring. You know, like I can't be the only one to suffer. I have to share. Yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> It helps with the healing process. <laughs> oh, hey, Rob. <laughs> oh, my Mostly it's to find out that this, no, this is not normal. This right. is not a thing that yeah, yeah. happens. <laughs> yeah. We've all had that time, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll tell you something. I think everyone's went through this. When your parents do the dishes. <laughs> and and the, 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 the signal that my stepfather was trying to give my mom just now to tell that story was pretty much a DX uh, chop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, remember this story? <laughs> it's just like incentive to do the dishes. Like, how does that work? Well, normally you do it. Uh, I love I love that that story has a signal. We're telling this one. We're telling the DX one. It's so awesome. That's great. Oh, the tears. Oh my god. We might have a crib. Oh, and I just love that you just own it. Like that. Yep. Oh man. Got this is gotta get yeah. Can't can't wait for the water to get cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's great, man. Oh. I love it. Yeah. Oh my god! Came from a very loving household. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes. So how long after that were you out of the house? A week. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> I'll never come here ever again. 
Because you do your business. Peace. That's a story. Oh, yeah. So how did you? He found it. Well, yeah, that was kind of tough for me. I'm sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Said, yeah. Of course. Even though you only moved, what, less than a mile away. Yeah. And uh, still came home to do laundry and eat pizza on Monday nights. So Which is actually how the whole my yeah, whole love of wrestling it. started. Yes. Yeah. 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 But he moved in with a guy that uh, got kicked out by his grandparents because nobody else would take him. Yeah. And so <laughs> they, they rent this two-bedroom fancy place. And uh, I had to go sign. Because neither one mm-hmm. Right, yeah, hey, right. credit or anything, yeah. 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 So, what'd you go, a month before you couldn't pay the bills? Well, I was able to pay the bills. Yeah, you were able to pay His half. half. Yeah. 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 I've had but roommates other, like that, yeah. yeah. But the other and, guy, and I said, I'm not paying for him to live there. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, being a banker, and, you know, of course, remembering some of the ways some of these people from my earlier days mm-hmm. taught me, <laughs> I... Uh, Looked around and it just so happened that the people who owned the building were customers of the bank I was working at, and they were also applying for a loan. And so I called the owner up and said, "I've got a situation here. I need to get my son out of this apartment." Mm. And so they moved him into a studio and left that poor guy <laughs> roommate with a. And he signed off on taking yeah. total responsibility for the apartment. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, at least he did a stand-up thing like that. Oh, he, yeah. No, it, it wasn't stand-up. No. Oh, was oh, okay. <laughs> he wasn't aware, like, no. what I'm doing. He, he just said, okay. He and I had a little conversation out in the hallway before we went in to sign the papers mm-hmm. that he would do that. Mm. You put him in a... The sleeper hole. No, I, I, <laughs> well, you had some of those. Look. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, like look. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> it was the second month where, you know, again, he's like, hey, I don't have money for rent, dude. And I look around and there's piles of new clothes mm-hmm. and four large pizza boxes mm-hmm. yeah. that he had eaten all of mm-hmm. yeah. that, day. that day. He didn't have a party or anything. He just he ate, ate it. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like, dude, I have drugs to do, all right? Right. Drugs? Pizza, yeah. clothes. Jordans, Jordans, shoes, or like yeah. clothes, and then maybe ranch. Yeah, and then, pe- yeah, then pizza, and then ranch. That would be fine. Talk to this guy. It's going to be birth control. Yeah, yeah. 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 I just got to look at these books. Yeah. yeah. Looking at these books for a while, then I'll get rent, all right? So he had a studio apartment for a while, and then was able to... Moved on up. Yeah, moved on up. And- but the Monday nights, when you would go back home that's when you started watching wrestling again right or for, for the first time oh for the first time yeah. oh for the first that's right yeah yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. now going back I yeah. was 18 or 19 so right. was yeah yeah was Roger my okay. stepfather was uh, a fan back in the 60s and 70s right and uh, we just was flipping through the channels and landed right. on Nitro yeah. Ric Flair mm-hmm. doing a promo and I was hooked and yes. you had watched Ric Flair back in the day right Roger yeah Ric Flair yeah yeah and then the rest is history. And the yeah. rest is history. Went yeah. downhill from there. Now there's Hulk Hogan on the wall. So, yeah. would you be doing this wrestling if it hadn't been for us doing the dishes? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there you go. That's all right. So everyone that asked, everyone that asked me, how did I end up with WWE? There it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> one time. Well, normally we would have had a Hulk <laughs> Are you sitting down? <laughs> 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 I told y'all at the start. Yep. Everything he does. The next DVD, right. I better see. <laughs> right, yeah, this better be. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll be severely disappointed. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Well, wow. This is 
This has been amazing. (laughs) I've cried twice from tears. I've been astonished by the mob story. This has just been utterly insane. And now mom is a regular of the front row crew for Metro Pro Wrestling. Yes. 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 Was it the last Metro Pro show the T-Mac was... Yeah, I was I was working. The, money. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, I have to be the roommate that pays the rent, right. so, <laughs> so I gotta take well, every. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, I gotta pay for the pizza. Yeah, yeah, so. right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, and I don't think a lot of the fans, or I know most of the wrestlers realize I'm his mom, but sure, right. I don't think a lot of the fans. Yeah, I don't think I would have like just thought. I think that's Rob Schumer's mom. Like, right. Who introduced us? Right. Yeah. Said, oh, okay. No. Yeah, all right. We don't just brag about that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> standing by the door like, and that guy? Yeah. That's my boy. Yeah, there's birth him. I've been directly responsible for all these yeah, guys. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> by the way, she is currently crocheting assless chaps for uh, Magic Man. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You know how I know. You know, and you know how I know this is true. Sometimes, you know, people we we always like to joke around. Sure. But I looked at her, and she was just, yep. She gave me, she gave me the affirming look, like, yep, totally doing it. Magic man. That let you know to be a little weary about the mobsters. Maybe you should still be there. Yeah, when Magic Man comes around. Listen, I need these chaps. And for our listeners, for our listeners, go back and listen to the Magic Man interview. Yeah. You know how crazy it is. And so, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's a regular caller for uh, Coast to Coast AM, Arpel. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's, a, he's a character. Yeah. <laughs> Always. By the way, we, we think we've... Finally found out what his real name is, but this could all be a further mm-hmm. wrinkle in the work. Right. What do you think it is? Oh, jeez. Oh. See, I instantly went to... Oh, Miguel. Well, no, I instantly went into something with Paul Revere just because yeah. of his <laughs> hatred for it. Paul yeah, so, so, so Paul something is what I thought, but well, that would Michael be my Michael Jackson. Really? <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Like that, yeah. yeah. But that could all be a further right. Yeah, wrinkle. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I didn't know like when Christopher Daniels was here yeah. uh, after the last show, he saw the the picture of Magic Man with the kite that mm-hmm. I've got, mm-hmm. and, and he's like, "Holy fucking shit, that's the Magic Man!" He starts freaking out. I didn't. I don't know if he told the story on your guys' show or not of oh. how he got into wrestling. Yeah, he did the Michinoku Pro thing. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, this guy is a legend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christopher Daniels. Yeah, that that's pretty remarkable when you're on the indie scene and Christopher Daniels, who is Christopher yeah, Daniels, Daniels, marks out for See, you. He sees a picture in your bathroom. Right. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. yeah. bathroom is like, that's the magic. <laughs> 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 I'm just going to be able to see the magic man and, and crop dance. An assless chest. Assless chest. I've been waiting. Yeah. Crochet one. Crochet one. If that doesn't get you to the next Metro Pro <laughs> show, then you're not a wrestling fan. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. See, and that's my daughter's birthday. So now I've got to tell my family, listen, it's fun today, but I've got to go see the magic man in crocheted asses. Right, yeah. So happy birthday. Happy birthday. Here's your kiss on the cheek. Yeah, blow the candles. I didn't even wrap your gift. Here it is. I got to go. I'm out of here. Right, yeah. extra time. Here's a Barbie in the box. That is so great. Magic man. Magic man. 
So, well, here I got a question for you. Since now you are a part of the Metro Pro family, and for people who've listened to the podcast many of times, or Kansas City Metro Pro fans, they know of the infamous Rob Schamberger after parties. Have you attended? I haven't been invited to any. Oh, okay. I only got my first invitation to the last one. Right, so yeah. I would have thought I would have fallen behind <laughs> I, I, I don't, you know, we've got a kitchen here in the studio. I do not need my mom or any passwords. <laughs> Guys, we're only using paper plates, okay? <laughs> only paper plates, red solo cups, there's no dishes. That's what happens in Rob Shaver's parties already. Yeah, yeah. This is not a Wonder Years like setting. Oh my god. Come now to it. And just bring dishes. Just walk in. That would mean I have to be invited. Right, yeah. What, Roger? What? He wants to come now. In case you miss it, my stepfather just reiterated. Simulated, yeah. T Mac saying, oh, he wants to come now. Yeah, okay, this totally makes sense. Oh, God. Oh my god. I don't think I've laughed this I don't long. Know this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Rob <laughs> And that's how you become a wrestling artist. That's so follow these follow these easy steps. How do I art like you do? Well Sinhana, let me tell you the story. Of course we didn't tell the story about me investigating Whitewater and Oh, yeah, we were followed by the FBI for a while. Yeah. Really? <laughs> is this at the same time you're being followed by the mob? No. Oh, no, this, this is later. Is yeah. This was so the mob, time. then the FBI. Oh, my. Yeah, let's get into this. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, the this washing lady was also tangentially involved with Bill Clinton. So mom was working at a savings and loan back when those existed uh, uh, that happened to have the accounts that the whole Bill Clinton Whitewater no, thing. The savings no. and loan closed. Okay. And I was hired by the Resolution Trust Corporation, which managed all the closed savings and loan records. Gotcha. And I was, Resolution mean, meaning we're going to resolve this yeah, yeah, savings yeah, and loan yeah, issue. Yeah, yeah. 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 Safely with people. Mm. And so we had 600, I was over 600 uh Failed savings and loans, and one of them happened to be Madison Guarantee. And we had all the records. Okay. Okay. So the Whitewater thing started in, and the Rose Law Firm and the Clintons both were both banked at Madison Guarantee. So yeah. they came in and subpoenaed all the records. So like when they were showed on CNN, like the pictures of the records. Yeah, yeah. My mom had handled them like Everything. a few days before. Right. Yeah. Like her fingerprints were on them. My fingerprints were on all of them. This record of sketchy bookkeeping. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, are you on birth control? I think, yeah, yeah. I think we're going to so she can say, look, it's on the record. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. February was, of 2015. And yeah, we were, you know, of course, there was press everywhere. Mm -hmm. We had the prosecuting attorney, the United States prosecuting attorneys were there. And uh, of course, I was encouraged to maybe lose some of the records by some Oof. people. And, and I said, you know, they're they're there. I have to copy them because I had to copy everything. Well, I made two copies, 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just in case yeah. one disappeared. Right, yeah. uh, in case a fire happened. Uh, actually, the originals did disappear. Oh. After and I then, relinquished them, they did disappear. And they were trying These to... are boxes and boxes, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. For them to disappear, it's not like, oh, one slid under the camera. Right. Yeah. right. And I just want to stop real quick because for some of our international listeners and things like Google this situation <laughs> Google what we're talking about this is yeah this isn't just like a oh local city court no, kind of thing this yeah. is major stuff yeah. so major presidential th- this almost took down a president yeah, yeah. so I want yeah for some of our listeners who are from uh, overseas uh, we I am almost dumbfounded of uh, how amazing this story is <laughs> and so if, if this isn't coming across to you you stop right now. Google this situation. Come, yeah, yeah, Whitewater. Come back to the story, and, and then your jaw will be on the ground like mine is right now. And, and those law firm, there was one interesting thing about someone owning a strip club in uh, Little Rock. I won't say mm-hmm, who, mm-hmm. Uh, but it was a shell corporation, but someone mm-hmm. very high up. Somebody, owned somebody it. famous from Little Rock, Arkansas yes. area. Owned the strip club, and there were numerous murders there. Really? That never came out. I, you know, I, I keep, so as, as we do interviews, I always try to keep thinking and like, I, I want to do like a side now, like a side podcast, just of like stories with you. Like, I just, just want to like, just, you know, just sit down with you and like, so these mobsters <laughs> just go into that because these are so inc- I did not think like when we sat down no. that we would be going into this type of so topics. when did you realize you were being followed yeah I mean yeah. yeah there's so many questions I have for you and this wasn't the first time we were followed or had our phones tapped either no and are you <laughs> and Rob, Rob are you aware of this at the time too I or, think I had to be some of it when he was a teenager yes but when he was younger there was a couple issues when you're when you're in banking and you're in certain positions, mm-hmm. you're going to see some things right. that you don't necessarily like, mm-hmm. but that's your job. Right. Yeah. And uh, first of all, when the bank I was that was taken over, uh, it was taken over by. <laughs> and how did it go? Is it saving? It was well. It was safety federal. It was owned by Frank Morgan, who was oh, right. a huge presence in banking in Kansas City and um, he promoted me up because I knew somebody that he knew mm-hmm. I got promoted but I deserved to earn sure it. right yeah yeah and which when you look back at that time period it was a big deal for mom to get promoted oh of yeah, course yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. it was um, but when the government came in and took over I happened to be off that day and I was dating a bank examiner at the time. For my geography bee. Yes, your geography bee. When she gets geography bee, we didn't win, by the no, way. No, I was miserable. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been a geographer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> didn't know where the Warps River was. No. <laughs> it's that one spot. I don't know. Oh, okay. Because Rob got quiet and I was like, oh, that's the one spot. We're not going to talk her off about it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so I wasn't there when they came in and took over, and it was nasty. But the week before, the loan people had had all over the weekend, had everybody in, and they had shredders going 90 miles an hour. Shredder, 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 shredder. I didn't know about it at the time, but learned about it. So then the RTC came in, the FBI, the 
anybody and everybody came in and escorted the four main people out. They had, they all had company cars. They had to uh, relinquish their cars. They had to call their wives or mommies mm -hmm. to pick them up. Mm -hmm. Their golf clubs were absconded. <laughs> uh, that's serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take the car, but you're not taking my nine irons, okay? Yeah. And so then uh, I'm like, somebody calls me and says, did you know this? And I'm like, no, I was watching Rob lose in the <laughs> I have an alibi. My kid's miserable right now. <laughs> so I had to go into work the next day and uh, didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what to expect. And so I walk in and they have, they, they took everybody's trash cans, they took everything, everything. Mm. They took paintings off the wall, which I had painted a painting, and they took it saying, oh, this is RTC property now, this is government mm. property now. My, my own personal Yeah, that's terrible. So uh, they were taking each person in that hadn't been there that afternoon, and they, they said, where are your loyalties? We need to know where your loyalties are. And I said, and they'd escorted Frank Morgan out of the building too. Right. And, they, and I said, well, my loyalty is, I have a son to raise. I said, my loyalty is to whoever's going to pay my paycheck. Sure. Right. I said, but I will say this. And they all go like this. You know? <laughs> um, Frank Morgan never has done me wrong. And that's all I have to say about that. So then I got put in charge of investigating every single person in the building. Oh. And wow. I couldn't even tell my own boss. He was the first one I had to investigate. Right. And he was probably, besides he and I were the only ones that were honest and agree. Mm -hmm. So at that point, I guess they they tapped everyone's phones. And you were again, what, eighth grade? Mm-hmm. No, I, I was still in elementary like school. Two, yeah, so like 12, so sixth, sixth grade. grade, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so somewhere there's a record of this phone conversation with the girl who got the rope. Yes. Yeah, 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 we gotta find this. Find this record. <laughs> so, you know, you could tell your phones were tapped at work. Mm -hmm. That was easy. That yeah. was a no-brainer because sure. they click, click, click. Right. Yeah, and our phones at home, my phone at home was was tapped because it had that tin can sound. Because mm -hmm. our phone had been tapped when I was a kid. That's a whole other story. Yeah. Uh, my uncle, her uncle, was in a militia. And so, <laughs> I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. I need, I need a weekly show, or at least just. It, I, we have to record it because I need to go back and listen to it. But we need weekly conversations because I'm. Oh my god, this is this is incredible. And my my grandma and and his wife. Mom's aunt, the aunt that lived across the street. Yeah. Um, they, they, whenever they could tell that they were being tapped, they would uh, have fun with the guys Lava. listening. Lava. <laughs> <A lot of laughs> dishes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did you get that? Did you get that package? Okay. Well, we need to figure out where we're going to meet. Yeah. 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 Right. This <laughs> is yeah. My aunt, my mom, <laughs> playing with the FBI. Yeah. I mean, you're, you guys are incredible. Like, and I mean that in the like the like most jealous way like for for you to answer when they said where do your loyalties lie and you to answer it honestly and like you're incredible like you are yeah. <laughs> i haven't been a little bit of a rebel right because then they decided we all had to wear name tags so they came up with these flaky 
dumbass looking name tags. Mm-hmm. So I crocheted a headband. <laughs> now remember, I'm talking, <laughs> we're talking nineties with the big shoulder pads. Uh, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And I had my rainbow colored headband. <laughs> With my name tag right on my forehead. That's so that is um. <laughs> I, said, I almost tattooed. You're right, yeah. I mean, but I did my job. So, yeah. You know, they didn't say it couldn't be on your head. They just right. said it had to be prominently displayed. It's right here, yeah. right here. Look right at it. There. right there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You are literally remarkable. <laughs> like I've interviewed a lot of people, and I haven't felt this way about talking to someone in years. Yeah, Robbie, that was great. So what song? Yeah. So what song do you want when you come? Back? <laughs> I'm still standing. Right. <laughs> the uh, yeah, like growing up, I just always thought like we had a really boring life. It, no it was just, way. It was, it was just normal, right? Yeah, it's just what you grew up in. No. You know, like, yeah, and then it was in high school, like the day after the thing, two houses down. When I go in, I'm like, yeah, the SWAT team was setting up on our front porch, and everyone's like, you're Rob, what is with all these stories you're always telling? I'm like, what? It's just right because, like, a guy two houses down had uh, beat the shit out of his girlfriend and then hold himself up in his attic with a rifle, and he was like, he was sniper trained, right? Yeah, and he said, you know, anyone that comes around, I'm gonna shoot him. And, like, she managed to escape the house, called the cops. They, uh... uh Cleared out everybody but us. But because we were the in the direct line of sight. We were the only right. house that they couldn't so evacuate. Yeah. So I got on the cell phone. I'm not cell phone, but the cordless phone, talking to my aunt across the street. Yeah. Boy, have I got stories about the aunt and uncle. Right. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, they were there thinking they that all these cops were finally after yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. So they had, like, their guns out and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a picture to paint. That should be an art right there. Well, with, well and the aunt. The here. And the, the aunt was in a wheelchair. She was... She'd been hidden by polio, like, immediately before the vaccine came out. Right. Uh, so, like, she was there in the doorway with a shotgun in her wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I go to school. It's like, yeah, I got to see all these, you know, SWAT guys because they were right on our front porch. And they were like, Rob, why are you always yeah. telling tales? No one Rob, believes any of them. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The SWAT guys, get off my damn flowers. They were stomping yeah. flowers. We had just planted the things. <laughs> Smacking them upside the head. Hey, hey, hey. They had the loudspeaker and trying to get the guy to come out, and they're not pronouncing his name right. And that was mm. driving me nuts. Yeah, so mom said, yells out the window at him. I said, did you at least call him by his right his name? Yeah. <laughs> it's the far. Steven. Wow. Wow, you. As a, you know, my friend used to say I was a magnet for weird. I, and, I always thought I was, but man, this is and, just... and Port Roger learned that first thing. <laughs> the knowing look. <laughs> <laughs> no words. Just no. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just, just a, just a head nod and a. Because he asked Rob one time, he says, "Does this happen a lot to your mom?" And Rob just said, "All the time." Yeah. All the time. I don't know what do you consider a lot when it's just. All, yeah, like, just the norm. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> we haven't seen any cops or SWAT or my phones are actually working. So then uh, you're probably just 
super glad that your son decided to go the route of painting wrestling. Just like a nice, calm, <laughs> right, yeah. easy lifestyle. Hanging around a bunch of wrestlers all the time. <laughs> well, I think all of everything he's learned from me. Right. He's not talking everything he knows. Just, just prepared him for that. Yeah. Yeah, you, you're you so adjusted to this crazy world of pro wrestling. because magic man is Yeah, the magic man is just, yeah, okay. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Just like my uncle. Yeah. Yeah, Uncle George, he was, like, infamous for, like, he was in Korea. And when he came back, you know, like, this right. is before anyone knew about PTSD mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. He would uh, just, like, go into a bar, and he was a Marine. Yeah. And would uh, just take off his giant Marine belt buckle and say, okay, who wants it first? <laughs> and clear the bar. <laughs> and drank all the drinks. <laughs> What a badass. <laughs> 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 you gonna drink that? Let me answer for you. Yeah. No, no, I'm not. Yeah, you went there. Awesome. He just walks in and I just give him my wallet. Like, what's that for? I don't know. I just figured you'd want it. Just oh, like, no, he wouldn't take the money. Oh, you just take your drink. Yeah. Okay, just slide it down his leg. Just, we're gonna spend that money. <laughs> Wow, I think this uh, has given us a much clearer picture about this has been who amazing and, and why Rob Shanker is. <laughs> right, I'm this just, is I. This is I wish people people are going to think this is all a work. I'm sure. <laughs> I wish. Well, yeah. here's the thing. I wish people. I wish we may have re- wanted to record this yeah. because I don't think I've had this many facial reactions yeah. and just. Utter astonishment. This is insane. We don't have to make stuff up. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you're ever in the need of writing a book, I will be the first one to buy it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you ever decide, like, I'm going to write a book, I'll be right there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, I think this is a good point to. Yeah. Because I feel like there's hours more. And we, just we are definitely going to do this again. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna have to title this and make it a subsection and then yeah. have to come back. Yeah, because Rob's mom won. There's a pick on that dude. What size? What size? For most people, that would be the story. Yeah. That's where we started. Well, well yeah. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because when I said, like, oh, that's the title, I genuinely meant it. But then as we went on, I was like, well, wait a minute. Yeah, maybe yeah. not, because we have so many others. You were probably thinking as you were coming in here, oh, this is going to take a while. Yeah, to it's going to be some right. sappy thing of a guy right. and his mom. Yeah. So anyway, happy birthday, mom. Right. This is my present to you. This is going to be a much better memory than... The first one before you were born. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like to thank both for being on. Right, definitely. I, I don't think I've laughed this hard. Oh Please. my! Oh my God! I'm just. I, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back and listen to this episode so many different times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, there's gonna be a whole bunch of these in our, our funniest moments. Right. <laughs> so I guess we'll 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 take it out here. Right. And we'll. Uh, Guess we don't know what we're gonna do when we come back from break yet because we're recording this beforehand. That's how we yeah. do it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. It's growing. Yeah, it's free podcast. Free podcast. Enjoy free it. Podcast. One nice thing my mom does that I want to plug. Yes, yes. of course. Yeah, hold on. Okay. Oh, yeah, my. actually, hold on. Let's before Jeez. we do, let's have you. Uh, yeah, plug that, and then there is a one more thing I wanted to get to. So yeah, I guess I have stuff going on too. Right. Yes. But um, <laughs> my mom is an avid crocheter. Yes. You know, like she. Yeah, yeah. She makes uh, hats, oh. like stocking hats, and she'll just leave them around in areas where there's homeless people. 
just in case they need a hat. That's something mm-hmm. that she started doing that. That is really nice. I think is really neat. Of course, yeah. Especially this time of the year. Yeah. So, so given my proclivity to screw things up in my life, when I find myself homeless, if, yeah. if, if you see a really nice hat, well, there's a guy about it from KCD. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. That's incredible. Okay. Oh, and that's where we record the podcast. So yeah, definitely. And I thank you guys for the opportunity to chit chat. Oh, this has been our pleasure. <laughs> yeah, this is a hundred percent on us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're gonna book another one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You might have opened up something that I'm not sure you want to. Because we're gonna be like. So it's yeah, Sunday. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. Rob stories. Somebody for next week. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> But Rob, let's get real quick because obviously we always try to get what you're yes. going on. Uh, one thing I wanted to cover and I asked you this before we started recording. You have 81 paintings due yeah. March 1? First week of March. First week of March. And uh, That's a lot of paintings. That's a yeah. ginormous you amount. Of this win? No, this was my idea. Yeah, oh, this, this was – that's, <laughs> yeah, that's what I wanted to come, get across is this was him. Because you weren't bored? <laughs> Well, it's it's all in preparation for WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, like, hopefully, the uh, people have been seeing the WrestleMania paintings I've been putting up. Yeah. Um, what I'm doing is doing a, a separate painting of each WrestleMania uh, towards the end of collecting them in a book that we'll have available at WrestleMania Access. Debut it there, and then it'll be up on WWE Shop and all that after. Yes. Uh, but also, I'm doing individual portraits of everyone on the roster. We're getting those signed ahead of time. They'll be available at Access as well. Um, WWE is real big on giving opportunity, not doing your work for you. Right. Right. They're like, okay, you get to be set up right outside the front door of Access. So everyone that walks in is going to walk by your stuff. You have that opportunity. Now go. Right. Do Do something something with it. Yeah. Yeah. So this is what I'm doing. Yeah, it's it's been really Quite incredible. And your WrestleMania, well, yeah. <laughs> and your WrestleMania portraits, really. I said this to you on, I think it was on your fan page on Facebook, but like your WrestleMania portraits specifically have been so like great. Like obviously your work that's being you know hung up right now for those can't see it, but we are we are looking at it. But for those with the enhanced radio, though. yeah, for the enhanced radio, you can see. But these. These portraits are amazing, but your WrestleMania ones have been so good. Like, I was telling you the uh, WrestleMania 5 and WrestleMania 7. Yeah. Those were the last two that you did. Yeah. Have been instantly two of my favorites. So, it's it's incredible how you keep getting better. And that's not me trying to like, hey, Rob, hope you can get on the podcast again. It's just really you've been doing such good work, like great work, and now you've taken it to like a whole new level with just a composition. Anyhow, I'm sorry. But yeah. Yeah, you can see these videos on, on the WWE YouTube page. We try to put them up on SpanishNowStable.net. I'm not the best at always getting them up right. in a timely fashion because I'm terrible at what I do. No Rob Right. But no, you can check them out there, SmashDownStable.net. I mean, I, every time I watch them, I'm like, man, this guy is... Mm-hmm. Like I said, I was like, man, I'm doing nothing with my life. <laughs> right. <laughs> so the Access Tour is what you got coming up. What else do you have? Or I shouldn't say Access Tour, but you got WrestleMania Access. What else do you have coming up? Well, and this is why I have to have it done by the first week. Uh, first, to be able to get the paintings done, put in a book, and get sure. the book printed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also... The second week of March is Planet Comic Con here in Kansas City. I'll be set up there. It's three days. It's like Friday through Sunday. Monday, the next day, is Roll in Des Moines. I'll be backstage for that. And then 
the 17th, SmackDown here, which, mm-hmm. oh my God, what a shit show that's going to be, having SmackDown across the street from PL on St. Patrick's on Day. On St. Patrick's oh, Day. Man. <laughs> and then the next week is Mania. Yeah. So, they have to do something with SmackDown at PL on St. Patrick's Day. I know it's a Thursday night show, but. We need to go set up. Yeah, that's like even if it's table out there. Right, yeah. Even if it's going to be nice weather that day, there's no way I'm going to set up oh, out there outside, with that no. crowd. No. no way. Unless you got wrestlers to beat your body. Yeah. 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 Unless yeah. Also the measure program. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so Planet Comic Con, and then with Planet Comic Con, you have uh, you're going to be doing a project with Jerry Lawler. Yeah, correct? I'll be uh, moderating a panel for Jerry Lawler. Like you do. Yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, come on, guys. At this point, Jerry should be moderating my right. panel. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'd rather watch it. Right, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Wow. Um, I'm still back on the story. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I think this is... Rob Shammer never ceases to amaze us. Yes. Every time. I try to bring you the quality guests. And you do. Yeah. Got you the Iceman, got you Magic Man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. I think I even told you guys to, to get Miss Natural, which I don't yes. she wasn't quite drunk enough for I, that uh, one to I get the full Heather experience. Pro, though, yeah. About it. <laughs> she she still managed to throw. She said, Oh, it's Captain Motherfucking Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is factual. <laughs> you are correct. Well, once again, Rob Schamberger and Rob's mom, and, and I forget, the name's different now. <laughs> D. Clark. D. Clark, right. I didn't want to Not to be it. confused with the famous R&B musician from the 50s. That's right. He did Rembrandt. And was a black man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he was a black man. <laughs> Just that small detail. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's good. Well, thank you for coming on and thank giving you. us the, the stories that I think we're going to talk about for weeks to come. This is just, I, I don't even know how you... Once of these alone is like one that I would tell mm-hmm. forever. Like, so let me tell. Yeah, about we had we had eight <laughs> stories right now of those. That is incredible. Sorry, we're gonna take a break. We'll come back and do something else. Yes, follow that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. what's our fact? Oh, well, we have plenty. Of, <laughs> I mean, we have so many here. Yeah. I don't know. My fact won't even be. <laughs> I don't even want to get one. Cause it's not, yeah, because my fact will be like, oh, cool. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. You know I'm sick with it, all alone on my throne. You gotta live with it. I ain't just doing it now. Man, I've been did it. I am cool as a breeze. I'm like the wind with it. This is a man's game, little boy. Run along now. Think you got it for me? Come on now. Are you or someone you know a WrestleMania expert? Well, you're not truly a WrestleMania expert until you get 30 Years of WrestleMania by author Brian Shields. This book is the most comprehensive and in-depth story of the history of WrestleMania with exclusive interviews and insight from Vince McMahon, Hulk Hogan, Bret Hart and others, and even a foreword from Mr. WrestleMania himself, Shawn Michaels. Whether you've never missed a mania or you are new to WWE, 30 Years of WrestleMania is guaranteed to enhance your fanhood and enrich your enjoyment of the WWE's annual worldwide phenomenon. Available at WWEshop.com. And remember, support this podcast by going to WWEshop.com by clicking the Shop WWE link on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. I have in my 
And we talk to you too on the Spanish Announce Table every week. And we end every week with the emails. Yep, every week. Every week. And we're going to do these quick. We're not going to no-sell your emails. We're you gonna- know why we're doing it quick? Because you're a good father. Well, I'm kind of a bad father. My kids are going to be going to bed late because hey, of my podcast. Know, but <laughs> one night out of the year, they're going to bed a little late. You brought them in. They've been a joy to meet and talk with, at least for me. Yeah, they've been very well. Normally, very they would have probably been fighting by now and screaming, and they've I would have to go great. separate them, and they've been good. Talk to them a little bit. Yeah. Good kids. Yeah. So I try. I've enjoyed and it. you know what? Mom's out of town. All right. So we're here. Yeah. Little a little bit of work. Day. Do this. Yep. All right. All right. Emails. We kick them off every week. Oh, by the way, you too can email the show by sending us an email. Tableshow at gmail.com. Tableshow at gmail.com. Tableshow at gmail.com. And we always kick them off with Kata! Motherfucking. Klismic. And he says, Hey, yo. Let's do this! What is up, Captain Cappy and T. Maggie? It's Santa! Well, since you emailed me asking me for my email early, and Raw hasn't even started yet, so we thought we were going to do the show on Monday. Hey, you know, it's a free podcast. We have lives. He says, I guess I'll focus on TNA. Now, TNA, I want to love you. I do love you. (laughs) Sort of. But my main problem with this company is having Taz and Matthews calling the action in what looks like a done-up broom closet. Either have them there live or continue to broadcast out of Nashville, but stop showing them. Mm-hmm. It adds absolutely nothing, and if anything, it looks pretty stupid showing Josh Matthews walking around in Nashville giving us an insight into the backstage workings. It gives me an insight on how horrendous this shit is. Ooh. Anyway, what do you guys think of this crap, or have you given up with TNA altogether? Anyway, thanks for the early show, and thanks for laying down the audio gold every week. Sada! Out. Uh, P.S. For- oh, God. Sorry, T-Mac. <laughs> Don't know if, if uh, Cappy covered this in the news. But I have to tell you about the newest podcast from your favorite wrestler, Ric Flair. Woo! Keep an ear out. I think it's going to be good for two episodes. Then I think he's going to lose track and get bored, and then it's going to go away. Yeah. But, I'm, you know, like we talked about earlier, yeah. does one with Hogan, I'm going to listen. Or does one with Vince or whoever, you know what I mean? Arn Anderson, yeah. that's the one I want to listen yeah. to. Him and Arn Anderson bullshit. That'll yes, be that'll be great. Uh, TNA is hard right now. I'm trying. I'm... I'm watching every episode, but I just, I want to like it. I really do. I'm not sitting here going, oh, well, this is bullshit because of this. This is bullshit because mm-hmm. of this. I'm watching everything, and I'm just coming away with no feeling. I'm not like, oh, I hated that because of this. I'm not pulling the whole, well, teenage going to suck, so I hate it. I just right. watch it, and at the end, I'm like, I I don't Missed really feel it. like I did anything good with my time here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm interested to hear the feedback from DRG on that. But, but yes. The T Mac and Taz, or not T Mac, the Josh Matthews and Taz, T Mac and Taz. Now that's a commentary team. Like, oh, that would be fun. T- Josh Matthews and Taz. Yes, they literally. Like I looked in the back, I was like, "Is that fucking cupboards? Are they in a fucking like, a, like an office fucking break room? Mm-hmm. What are they in? And why do they keep showing them? And at one point, they were talking, and Taz is standing up, walking around behind Josh Matthews, like pacing. Why are you showing that? He's fucking pacing behind him like he's bored and fucking phoning it in. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever been on a phone conversation at work and mm-hmm. you get up and you just kind of pace like when you're on your cell phone and you're talking to somebody? Oh, yeah. That's what he was fucking doing. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Canada, don't stop it. Thanks for 
getting in early when I asked. Sorry that I made you do that. And <laughs> I didn't make him. I just said, hey, look, you know, we're going to do this if you guys want. If not, cool. Thanks for all the contributions. And got some early. And then I gave him the opportunity. He said, hey, oops, we are actually doing it normal. And some of them kept it, some of them changed it. So we'll see how it goes. But Kata is there every week. Never fails. He's great. Yep. Katie is another one. The first lady. Lady, <laughs> she says. Let's talk about the possibility that if there was an Elimination Chamber match Sunday, who would be in it? How would you book it? Also, I recently picked up Shawn Michaels' new book, and it is a great read. Are there any wrestlers you are hoping to write a book or any upcoming you can recommend? Daniel Bryan's coming in July should be a great one as well. Uh, Ooh, good question. Talk to you guys after Fastlane. Later, Katie. First lady. First lady. All right, Elimination Chamber. If it was booked. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Uh, how many of you Ooh, usually? Well, no, because he's already got the spot. They don't put that person in there. So it would be Brock Lesnar. The champ. Who, who, how many people are? It's five. Five. Six. Six. Okay. Two and four. All right. Two so, start, four. So Brock Lesnar's one of them. Brock. Champ. Reigns. Daniel Bryan. Well, Reigns got the title match. He doesn't need to be in there. He wouldn't be in there. Oh, he would put it up. No, I bet you they wouldn't put him in there. Okay, so Brock. Let's just say. Standard, they normally wouldn't. Okay, so yeah. Brock Lesnar. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose, yeah. Bray Wyatt? Because they're trying Wyatt. to make him look strong for Bray Undertaker. Wyatt. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. One more. Kane. No. You don't think Kane? Was yeah, Seth I mean, I do. But if Big I'm show booking or somebody. It, if I'm booking it. Oh, yeah, if it, you're booking it, yeah. I'm going to put in, and trying to follow their storylines and like concepts, I'm going to put in Ryback. Ryback. There you go. Yeah. No Dolph? No. Okay. Uh, the book, I can't wait to read Shawn Michaels' book. I, I saw parts of the interview. I mean, again, it's about his faith and how he – I don't care about his faith because people know I don't, I don't care about religion. But, right. but I'm interested to see how he decided to change his life and mm-hmm. what he finally did. You know, like right. yeah. like the mo- those moments. It talks about him talking to Kevin Nash, Kevin Nash being like, you need to fucking call Triple H and mm-hmm. knock this shit off. Yeah, those are the stories you know I mean? I'm interested yeah. in. Right. Uh, Daniel Bryan's I'm interested in as well. Uh, the one that I would love to like, and again, maybe it's just because I said his name and now it's on my brain. But someone who's not a top top guy, but has literally, I think, has done everything. Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson. I mean, if you think about his career, yeah. he's been part of the Dangerous Alliance. Obviously, the Four Horsemen. Yep. He was part of the Heenan family in WWF. Yes. The Brainbusters. Uh, being part of WCW, transitioning to WWF, being the booking agent, all, I mean, his career could be a novel, a, you know, a war and peace length novel. And yeah. so I, I'm, I'd be interested in that. I want to see a Mean Gene book. Mean Gene's another one. Mean Gene's book. Yeah. Yeah. Shivani. Shivani. Yeah. yeah. Sting. Sting. Yeah. There's who'd, a lot. Who's it? Who'd be another good one? Piper. Be crazy book, but. Pipe, yeah. You've heard a story about his fucking childhood. Right, right. right I mean, exactly. It'd be a crazy book. Who's another one? I'm trying to trying to give you another, like, oh, wow, that's a good one. So Arn Anderson would be my first choice, and that's just saying it in the moment. Um, Heyman. I know, I know the DVD, but I feel like his stories when he'd get more chance to oh, sure, tell details, yeah. you know? Yeah. I think that would be great. Yep. Shane yeah. Douglas. Shane Douglas? Yeah, Cause franchise. Because I'd like to see what he said about the click. Because there's been rumors that he was held down, and you know he's not uh, doesn't have the greatest thing to say about Flair. Mm-hmm. So why mm-hmm. more in detail about that? You know. Yeah. So there you go. That's just a couple. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Scott Steiner. Take your clothes off and lay on that bench. Whoa. The only chance you have, you have no chance, but you had a chance, is you can run lickety split. You can't run because you got the fat ass. I imagine like the book would be written like that too. <laughs> Just like. I say this every time you do it, but the, the episodes always get elevated as far as how much I like it anytime we can fit in a, a Scott Steiner yeah, yeah. clip. You got that? Now go take your clothes off. I'm working off. All right, Katie. Booker T would be good. He wrote a book. He did? Yes. I wasn't aware of it. Wrote a book, and and Dan the Cannon on the AllWrestling.com interviewed him. I think it was like a a three-hour damn interview. You can go back and listen to it. Take a shot. On their podcast page. Uh, Damn good interview. Was it a good book? I haven't read the book, but the interview. I mean, shit, the interview was three hours long. Right, right, right. And it was a great interview. I mean, he went into his whole life and stuff Mm -hmm. about it. It was great. Interesting. When did he write it? TNA years? A couple years ago. Yeah, TNA time. Okay. And he talked about things. Like, he told, he's the one who told Bobby Roode to finally cut his damn hair. He's like, you look like an 80s guy with that damn mm-hmm. hair, man. You know, and just little things like that. Like mm-hmm. some of the backstage work. Yeah. Sure. Katie is awesome. Another one that never misses a beat. Always here for us. Yeah, and we ever thank since you. you started, yeah. And now we're going to move on to Kiwi Tuts. What up, Kiwi? Kiwi. Says, good evening, sweet T Mac and cool Captain Awesome. This is the hashtag Goodwill Ambassador Kiwi Tuts checking in to the. Mick Foley endorsed future WWE Hall of Famer Spanish announce table podcast. If this was a video, winky face. Well, but, if, and I just gave the thumbs up. Yeah, you know, the, hey. Yeah. I couldn't help but mention this week the fantastic show of NXT Takeover Rival. From top to bottom of the card, every single NXT superstar took their heart and soul into everything they did last Wednesday. My personal favorite would have to be the awesome Finn Balor versus Adrian Neville match. You could obviously tell they both had great chemistry with one another. And that they really put a lot of effort into delivering a star-studded match. Mm-hmm. Possible match of the year candidate already? But what would I like to hear from you both is your views on why, with three hours of content each week on Monday Night Raw, do the WWE scriptwriters and possibly Vince McMahon himself give the WWE superstars and divas more time, or why don't he, I think, and to give a star-studded match themselves? Currently, they don't have enough time to keep people interested into the matches and storylines. It's almost like NXT is taking it to a whole new level, and the main roster is being made to look unsuperior, especially after an NXT TakeOver event. Take care, guys, and thank you for all the work you do. T-Mac, mm-hmm. apologies from the PSs for a few weeks ago. <laughs> no worries. I forgot the gimmick. It's okay. <laughs> kind hey, regards, Kiwi Tuts. Kiwi, you can do, do no wrong in my eyes. Because uh, he's always been great. He's, he's always yeah, been just... Very nice individual. Yeah, Kiwi very pleasant. Yes. Goodwill. Yes. As goodwill, you, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't get why. I, I do get why. Triple H kind of hit on it in his interview with Stone Cold. Hey, they've got to serve a lot more masters. And, yeah, yeah. They exactly. got to serve a lot more masters when yep. you get to the main roster. So giving matches more time and things of that nature, you know, if they don't give enough time to the divas, then E's mad because Total Divas wasn't mentioned or, you know, blah, 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 making up hypothetical scenarios. But. There's just so many more things they have to serve once you get to the main roster, and that's why I think it's it's a diluted product. And again, it goes back to what I feel is the worst move in pro wrestling pro wrestling history: WWE going public. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, and I think you hit it on the head though. There's just too many things they have to do. The black yeah. black on black rock yeah, entertainment yep, or whatever. Yep. And they I know say, that's not I their want... name, but if they say, "Hey, we want more ascension," and I'm making that up, yeah, because we think that. That's speed speak metal, to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The speed metal group that we're trying to cater to would love that more. So we need Ascension to have more time. Well, that cuts into Seth Rollins or whatever it is, you know. And yeah. so I think it's just selling yeah. out to the public. 
NXT TakeOver, though, man, hit another goddamn home run. The women's match. I say this every time, and I think it's true. Mm-hmm. I think every special, the women, the best women's match of all time gets changed. I think that uh, Fatal 4-Way could have been better than the last one that I good. said was the best women's yeah. match of all time. Again, I, I, I tend to think the multi-person aspect right. helps that. But yes, great, yeah. damn good match. Kiwi is the shit. The only thing that I was kind of done with, and mm. it's, it, I don't think it was Baron Corbin's fault, but Bull Dempsey, you got to go, bud. God, I hate Bull Dempsey. He you got to go. He sucks. And it's maybe, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's his, I think it's his attire. I think if he just dressed normal, yeah. it'd be better. But he looks like he's dressed yeah. like a, a guy with an eight pack well, and, and he looks like to, a sack of shit. They need to stop the Goldberg-esque chanting uh, theme music. Nobody's chanting bull. Bull. Yeah. Bull. Nobody's chanting it. No one's stop it. it. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move on to DRG. Yeah. Sup, Sat. We all enjoy a weekly plethora of podcasts that range from the smarkiest of hosts to those who are actually inside of the business. Mm-hmm. Personally, I listen to about three or four fan podcasts and three from those who were inside of the business. The one that has really grasped my attention as of late is Taz and his human podcast machine brand. Mm-hmm. There's a great bit of honesty when you hear him speak on topics, and I like hearing that. He doesn't seem to pull punches and is willing to say things about all companies, including the one he works for, that come across as his genuine opinion on the topics. He released a Raw React last night in which he touched on Triple H saying that Sting simply disappeared before coming to the WWE. Mm -hmm. According to him, he found that this was a a direct shot at TNA, but proceeded to explain that his stance on the topic. He said a company like WWE has no direct competition, and it's foolish to think that they do. The claims of acknowledging their competitors make no sense because of this, and that the fan side of him is let down because to simply act like Sting did nothing is to deny history. It doesn't matter if it's Sting and TNA, Rollins and ROH, or whatever. WWE recognized that they have the smartest fans and that kayfabe is dead, yet they continue to deny history. Long backstory, I know, but it leads to my question. Does this denial of wrestling history offend you in any way? I ask because one of the things that has always bothered me about WWE is their revisionist history and blatant propaganda. Shows like Are You Serious with Road Dogg and Josh Matthews, where instead of focusing on all ridiculous gimmicks and angles in wrestling, they made it a platform to only highlight those from WCW. And a few from WWE. Yeah. It's little jabs at my wrestling intelligence that bother me, especially knowing that those who might not have a clue about said promotion are already slanted with a bias upon what WWE told them to think. Sorry for the rant, guys. I'll hop down from my high horse now. I hope you have an excellent show and that T-Mac is getting past his bigotry in racist ways. Hashtag black on black crime. DRG, <laughs> gone. Sorry. I almost took yeah, that seriously. T-Mac like, is, is not a racist. You can never. You have to go back and listen to our black on black song. <laughs> Nothing to do with black on black crime. It's just black on black on black. <laughs> black on black on black. Black on black. Black uh, on black on black. Black on black. Black on black on black. Hey, black on black. Um, I think it's just what everyone does. I don't think yeah. it's a WWE thing. Now, do I agree with you that, man, they, like, if you watch the Monday Night Wars, what, what I always came oh, away yeah. with is Vince, it took. A little time to cultivate new talent, and that's how it always. They got works. a good punch in on me, but I figured it out, yeah. knocked him out. After that. Well, yeah. no, there's a lot of things that helped you out, you right? Know what exactly, I mean? yeah. Uh, Having the Rock and Stone Cold fall into your lap, right? Were amazing. Yeah, yeah Triple you know? H coming yeah. to you instead of re-signing with WCW. Yeah, things exactly. like that. Yes. Uh, but when they don't mention the the competition, I mean, everyone does that. For example. And I'll bring up my favorite sport, the UFC. Mm-hmm. Ha-ha, see what I did there? Yep. My favorite sport, MMA. But the UFC, um, 
they won't talk about like for example Anthony Johnson right now I'll give you a perfect example Anthony Johnson is going to be fighting John Jones for the light heavyweight championship of the world he's the number one contender okay he was in the UFC he didn't make weight twice they cut him he fought for a promotion that I worked for Titan Fighting Championships twice yeah fought for another promotion fought for World Series of Fighting and then got back into the UFC started this tear now he's going to be in the championship the way they always talk about it mm-hmm. is uh, Joe Rogan, Mike Goldberg, Dana White, all so of these. So they've been told. Well, no, no. All of them say it this way. They go, you know, he was here. He got cut because he wasn't in the right weight division. He left. He figured things out. And now he's back. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, no. no. Yeah. He left. He won fights. Yeah. At the right division he was at, right. or was supposed to be at, and now he's back. But they never mention yeah, Titan they Fighting. They won't say the name. Yeah, they, they never say, yeah. say Titan Fighting. Not. They never say World Series of Fighting. Especially in this day and age, it's got to be almost worse that way because now if you say it, I can Google it right now. Yeah. Titan Fighting Championship, what is that? Right, and now you're going to watch one of their events because now they might have the stars of tomorrow fighting today. You right. know what I mean? Exactly. And it's the same thing with WWE. I get it during the Monday Night Wars why they wouldn't mention it. But I also understand now, hey, they just started on a new channel. We're not going to say TNA because if yeah, they're going to go a look 13, for them. Yeah. yeah, if a thirteen-year-old doesn't know who TNA is, now they're going to Google them, like you say, and now they're going to stop watching us because yeah, they might exactly. like they might like the BDC or whatever they're called. Yeah, you know? nobody likes that. Yeah, I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, I mean, you just got to kind of like anymore. I've gone numb to it. I just yeah, just and like it is insulting. And back, you know, you know when they would do the "Are you serious?" Yeah, it was like, no, you guys did fucking dupe yeah. the dumpster. Yeah, and every exactly. Other yeah, fucking thing. Do I have to remind you of Doink the fucking clown? Not even Doink. Uh, what, what was the the Berserker? <laughs> yeah, who was a shitty Phineas I Godwin? Yeah, I mean, really? Yeah, a shitty version naked of naked Midian. Bro. Yeah, naked. Do we really have to go gold dust when he was putting gag balls in his mouth? Yeah. You know. Anyway. DRG, it's been a while. Yeah, DRG, I like Check it. Check out his articles on uh, SpanishNowsTable.net also. Give us your thoughts on what Cataclysmic had to yeah. say, too. Dearmid, PC. Dearmid. Well, how's it going there, Captain? They're always after me, Lucky Charms. And T-Mac, Donald and McDooley stayed all night at the Hooli. I hope you had a delightful week. I have a simple question, which I would like you two to answer for me if it wouldn't be too bothersome. Given that there are two tag team breakup storylines going on, and I can't see how they could both end up with singles matches at WrestleMania this year, who do you think is more deserving of a spot at the Showcase of the Immortals? Mm. Goldust and Stardust or Miz and Mizdow? For me, it's a tough one to call. Miz and Mizdow seem like the hotter feud right now, and Mizdow gets a much better crowd reaction than either Goldust or Stardust. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, they have talked about the Dust Brothers feud so many times, and it has always been put off. Rumor has it that Goldust's contract is up after WrestleMania, and he is retiring, so this may be the last chance for the brothers, the brothers to face off at the grandest stage of them all. So I'm conflicted. Anyway, lads, thanks for answering my question and for the spectacular podcastery, as always. Slater Gator, Dearman. I think It's going to be Goldust and Stardust, and I feel like that has a bigger WrestleMania feel to it. Mm. WWE likes the characters. The history. So people... Look in from the outside. They can say, what is this going on? Well, here? and then it also attracts the older fans. Yeah. For oh, example. Yeah. see the Dust Brothers and they'll see example, Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, my, my friend Turner, his dad, not a pro wrestling fan. But guess who he knows? Huh. He knows Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes, yeah. So if he's going to tune in. Wait, that's Dusty Rhodes. Right. But if he's going to tune in because Turner or I am watching it at his house or, you know, whatever I'm saying. And he happens to walk by and go, who are those two guys? You know Dusty Rhodes? Yeah, I know Dusty Rhodes. Those are his sons. Really? No shit. And now he's at least curious. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, I do think both guys will get a WrestleMania match, or both storylines will get a WrestleMania match. 
And to me, and this is personal preference, I feel like uh, the Miz Mizdow thing is about four weeks past due. Yeah, I feel like I'm done. I don't. I'm over it. Yeah, I still like Sandow. And I like what they do. I like what they're doing. Like Miz had a a Mizdow had a match, and Miz had a microphone and would blow a whistle to make him stop, and he made him shine his shoes. (laughs) Right. You know, I I like all that stuff. It's very. But I just like. Get to it, but yeah, they can't because they can't speed up time. You know what I well, mean? Yeah, and but, they've got to stall till right, after mania, it looks right. like. Yeah, yeah so. Uh, dear Mid. Dear Mid. Good keep, email. Keep it coming. Here's a quick one. What's up, Captain Awesome and T-Mac? Cannabis here. Looks like Cena was acting awful heelish this past Monday. Mm-hmm. I think creative is planting seeds. I'm hoping, I'm hoping he will flip at WrestleMania. What do you guys think? Keep up the great work, Cannabis. Man, I just think it's going to be... I don't see who he would flip on at Mania. Well, the coolest thing in the world, and again, this is just me being hypothetical and hoping and just, you know, having fun. Mm-hmm. So don't kill me. Hey, idiot. Don't kill me. What if he flipped and Lana was his girlfriend and they fucked over Rusev? Yeah, but I, Rusev being the heel, I don't see how it... Lana cost Rusev the match. Yeah, I don't know. I and think then would cheer. But then at the top of the uh, entrance, John Cena and, and Lana yeah. have a Christian and Trish Stratus type kiss and walk out. I don't know. I don't think it's having the, oh, the I know. effect well, that you'll... No, no. I just don't think it'll have the effect you're wanting even if they did it. No, I know. Yeah. The only heel turn he could have done was cost Undertaker just, the streak. That's, I just won't believe it till I see it. It won't ever happen. Yeah. Anyway, cannabis. What, what kind of seeds you talk about there, cannabis? Yeah, cannabis. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think I think he just there. wins clean. He does his three fingers on each hand Six. and has the damn American flag behind him. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's what I think. Andy! Anderson. Anderson. Hello, awesome one! And T-Mac. Your kids are currently showing their socks off to me. <laughs> they are. They are. They are fun characters. They sometimes. are. Uh, anyway, Andy <laughs> says I was homesick and slept most of the day, but I still wanted to contribute to the show. Thanks. On Raw, we got to change an outfit from Paige, and I liked it. I hope Leva Bates and her blue pants. Uh, blue pants. Oh, I hope Leva Bates had her blue pants to change into backstage. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Who, in your opinion, could use a costume change? I think Roman Reigns with taking off his shirt and a possible haircut would be an improvement. And also, Kane, either, uh, but I'm back on the mask, something different than he's been doing. Oh, either either than just putting the mask back on, I think is what he's trying to say. Thank you for reading my email, and that has been my nickel. Double A. Who could do? Who could do a costume change? Costume change that would be like, oh, cool. Well, Cody Rhodes, if he stopped the stardust. Sure, but, I mean, that's a given yeah. kind of thing. Um, Bray Wyatt could do something different, maybe. Yeah, another, like, heelish villain-esque type thing. Yeah. Finn Balor with his entrances, yeah, you yeah, know, we yeah. said that. But I, I feel like that should be a changing thing already. Yeah. Um, Randy Orton just always wears just those black trunks again, but I it's, feel like it's just there's nothing he could really do mm-hmm. to change a costume at least. Cena could go darker colors. The Usos could change. Yeah, it. I feel like that. Sheamus. Sheamus yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. Those. Uh, there you go. John Cena with darker colors. Yeah. What'd you think of Paige? 
I always like Paige. Yeah, who doesn't? You know? And I like how she cut off Nikki. She's like, you know what? You fucking suck at this promo. You're given two lines. You can't get through it. So guess what? I'm going to finish it for you. Fucking idiot. <laughs> and Bree, what the fuck are you doing with your jacket hiding it over your face? As if it's a photo shoot. Right, yeah. Bitch, you're standing in front of fucking people. Act like you are. Bitch, I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> She's like doing this thing. Watch it again if you DVR'd it or just YouTube it. But she like holds her jacket out and like covers half of her face and never says a fucking thing. She's just a weirdo. They're both fucking. Yeah. Uh, and Katie, Katie Schamberger, I know you love the Bellas. And guess what? I've started watching Total Divas. I like it a little bit. I don't hate it. But on WWE, they're they're bad. They're bad. Yeah, they're, they're bad. bad. No, they're terrible. But Katie, you're the best. Both of them. And Double A is not bad. Double A, you're great. Double A is awesome. Now we're gonna move on to lock your doors, run and hide in your basement. Do you smell that? It's fear. Fear doesn't have a scent. You say? Well, the urine running down T Mac's leg has a smell, doesn't it? Because <laughs> because what's up? It's the one and only heavy motherfucking set here to send T-Mac running home to his mom. You know what they say about T-Mac's mom, right? Oh, you don't? I guess that's supposed to be a secret. Lately, uh-huh. lately on the DSJMP WrestleCast that you can find right here on the Trending Topics Network, I've introduced a segment called WrestleMania Warm-Up where I ask one WrestleMania question to the panel per week. So here's the last two and this week's for you two. Mm-hmm. What was your first WrestleMania? WrestleMania 2 was mine. What do you mean? That I watched live? That the I was first at? WrestleMania you experienced. The first uh, time you experienced WrestleMania. That I can remember WrestleMania six. Six. I mean, I know that I watched the earlier ones, but again, like I've said a million times, the one that impact the, the WrestleMania six. Okay. What are some of your favorite WrestleMania matches? Well, WrestleMania twenty five. I've always said it's my favorite match of all time. The Re- ladder match, uh, Sean and 10. Razor. Yep. WrestleMania 19, is, I wrote a, here you go, and I think I've said this way back when, like in our episode 10, mm-hmm, you know, Mark, mm-hmm. uh, I wrote a 10-page paper, yeah, and I got an A in my college prep English class as a senior in high school, I wrote a 10-page paper about the WrestleMania 19 match between Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan. Nice. I love that match. I know it's not technically great. I know they're old shits jumping off of stupid yeah, stuff, yeah. but the Piper uh, run-in, uh, the backstory of Hogan's contracts up, will he really lose, all of this crazy stuff. To me, that's always a match that stands out. I love that match. All right. If you could go to any WrestleMania in history, which would you go to? Now, you can answer this as in right now or going at your age when it was live. 30. 30? I would have went to last year. I would have went to last year. I would have went to three. I'd, go, I'd like to go back and watch three now, mm-hmm. like as my age. Go back in time and watch three. <laughs> <laughs> Your daughter has a doll that she's freaking me out with right now. Great, they're giving us a puppet show. Over. I love this. This is great. By Br- the way, bring them more. Yeah, often. yeah. <laughs> By the way, I know it's been a while. It's time for me to weigh in on the whole "is wrestling a sport?" debate. Hold here on, on stop. Show. No, no, it's not. It's not time, guys. Keep going. Just keep going. All I'll say is that it is both a sport and theater. You already said that. It doesn't fit each category. Perfect. To be fair. It's sports entertainment. That is the answer. Personally, I have no problem with it being considered a sport. I'll always say that regardless, pro wrestlers are athletes, and that's all I'll say here. If you want to hear more on it, listen to the fourth episode of Anything Goes, also right here on the Trending Topics Network, where I go more in-depth on it with FTW and the Mop Jockey. Where you at, Mop? Where you at, Mop? Lastly, T-Mac, the thing about this debate is there is no right answer, just what you agree with. I understand where you're coming from, though. I just don't agree with you. 
I think people started sending in their opinions to you because you went on countless rants and bitching about it since I started listening to the show last March. You've stated your opinion, and now we're stating ours. Never give up on believing wrestling isn't a sport. Heavy set. Yep. P.S. I know you missed me. Mm-hmm. I have. P. P.S. And this. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Neat. P.P. Yeah. P. P.S. Oh, by the way, a couple weeks ago, you two decided to talk a little bit of NFL and didn't plug NFL Easy Picks. Another great show that can be found right here on the Trending Topics Network. What the hell, guys? You both have open invitations to appear on the show next year. We mostly record on Wednesday evenings, but FTW Mop and I would love it if you two were on with us. You can also join our Pick'ems League, and we might even have spots open in our Fantasy League, too. Okay, that is it. Uh, okay, about the NFL, I'll, I'll say this. I only love watching it week to week. I've, I, I'm, I'm still a big NFL fan, but not to the degree of being a fantasy. I can't follow it yeah, like that I'm, anymore. I'm, I'm a Chiefs, and then the surrounding what happens. So like, if I'm they're t- if I'm they're a in a race, stories. yeah, I'm a top stories guy. Yeah. If it's the Patriots and Colts, that's going to be an amazing game. I'll watch that. But if it's not, I don't care. But I watch it just to pass time, and it's fun. Uh, about the wrestling thing, though, I'll say this. Hey, if you don't like me bitching and complaining, stop bringing it up. Yeah. You literally said, I have to weigh in. No, you don't. <laughs> and yeah. I'm going to always respond if you say it on this show. Yeah. It's my show. Done with it. I'm going to say something. <laughs> I think T-Mac's done with the argument. I'm so done with it. But heavy set. Heavy set. Keep coming. I love uh, it. Uh, yeah. Like, the, the WrestleMania questions are good. I like I like that WrestleMania panel questions. Like yes, that. very much so. All right, we'll move on to the final one so I can get my kids home because they're, they're going nuts you down. over here. Yeah. All right. What's up, Cappy and T-Mackie? PGBL. Back good. with an email your contribution for your superb podcast. That's right. <laughs> so let's get into it, shall we? Uh-huh. We shall. So Ric Flair is joining the ranks of former pro wrestlers who are starting their own podcasts. Firstly, do you have any interest in listening to it? Only if it's a big-name guest. Same. And if you do listen to any other wrestlers' podcasts, whose do you listen to? I listen to Jericho, Austin, and JR. I listen to JR, Taz, and Stone Cold. I haven't listened to many podcasts in I don't know how long. I'm I'm a little backed up because I've been having some personal things, yeah. and uh, I'm training a lot more for a goal right. that I'll tell you here in a little bit. Yeah. Few weeks, not a little bit in time. Fighting CM Punk. Yeah, yeah, that'd be I'd yeah, totally yeah, do, do it. it. Um, but I'm a little backed up. But uh, those are the three that I'm listening to. Oh, and I listen to Colt Cabana's every so often. Yeah, I, I look to see who's on, mm-hmm. honestly, and then I'll listen to them all. I'm a guest snob. Yeah, you know, like who is it? As always, keep up the awesomeness of the Spanish announce table. Have a great week. Later, Jeebs. Thanks, man. P.S. Oh, okay. I got excited the other day when I got followed on Twitter by T-Mac's mom. Then realized it's not actually T-Mac's mom. Yeah, my mom's not going to get on. Twitter. No. Yeah. Oh, man. What a show. Big show, man. We had Rob Schamberger's mom. Yeah. On the show. And what an amazing what a story. crazy life that woman yeah. has led. And it's not over. And it's <laughs> yeah. not over. We weren't talking about, like, past tense. We were still talking about present things happening. Still going. Well, we're going to get out of here so I can get my kids oh. home and get them to bed. Oh, yeah, no. Jesus, I do this every week. Now. Every week. I got my three Ps. Here yeah, they positive are. and patience. Uh, number one, and I almost could do this as number one, two, and three, the never championship match between yeah. uh, Ishii, tomorrow Ishii. I'm really bad with names. Sure. So forgive me. But Ishii Those two and, guys. Ishii and Homana. Okay, yeah. yeah. Was so great. One okay, of the, I didn't see it. 
easily, again, a top match of the year. Okay. It was that good. If you haven't seen it, make sure to see it. It happened February 14th. I forgot what the show title was already. Uh, but oh, I think I saw that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I only saw it as a standalone. I think someone sent me the clip and was like, you have to watch it, and so I did. That was amazing. Uh, I'm also positive about the primetime players. Yes, you're positive about this. Positive. positive. About it. I'm yeah. positive about it, too. And I'm patient about Fastlane. I yeah, don't know. It could yeah. be it could be really good. I, but. I think the name's terrible and the the idea of it's terrible, but I mean like the the if it was called by another name, I think I would be like, okay, we'll see what's up. I and they even kind of do the same thing because they're like, we're on the fast lane to WrestleMania. Yeah, you can yeah, tell. Yeah, 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 well, you yeah. can tell that they're like not even into yeah, exactly. that. They're game. not into it. No. But uh, that's what I'm patient about because it could be really awesome. Could be. So it could turn out. It could have major implications for Mania, and it should. Like, in theory, it should have that. Right. So the Never Championship match, make sure to watch. It's the last one. So great. Uh, primetime players, patient about Fastlane. There you go. Love it. Thanks. Spanish Announce Table, episode 82 in the books. We're going to come back next week for 83, man. Are we? Yeah. Good. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to do some finagling, but yeah. we're going to figure it out one way or another. Might be a special episode. Might not. Might not. Might be a normal format. Who knows? Got some scheduling issues to work around there, too. Yep. But we'll keep you posted. Yeah. Tune back in next week for something. We're going to give you some type of entertainment. Something on the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And your brain consumes 20% of the body's energy. Hmm. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com.